This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, as I said before, it is Friday, November 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police are investigating an alleged plot to attack the Pennsylvania Convention Center in Philadelphia on Thursday night. 6ABC is reporting that police received a tip about a group driving from Virginia in a Hummer to unleash an attack on the convention center where votes are being counted in Philadelphia. Police say they found a weapon and two people were transferred to central detectives. However, it's unclear how or if the people are connected to the investigation. Early Friday morning, the Hummer was still on 13th Street near Vine. The vehicle had a window sticker and a hat with a logo on it for the internet group, and I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce Q-Nan. it. Yeah, QAnon, right, uh, who are known for spreading conspiracy theories. The FBI labeled them a domestic terror threat. At least 24 congressional candidates in the current election have endorsed or given credit to conspiracy theories promoted by the group. No injuries were reported. Now, inside the convention center, workers have been tallying hundreds of thousands of votes, votes cast by Philadelphia residents. All eyes have been on battleground, uh, on the battleground state of Pennsylvania, as the race tightens between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in the race for the White House. After former Vice President Joe Biden appeared to trail President Trump by hundreds of thousands of votes in Pennsylvania on election night, the days-long count of mail-in ballots reduced the president's lead to fewer than twenty thousand by Thursday morning. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday evening, as of Friday morning at one a.m. in Pennsylvania, ninety-five percent of the total expected vote has been counted, with Trump leading by only eighteen thousand two hundred and twenty-nine. Votes. Biden is now leading in the battleground state of Georgia by Friday morning. Biden took over Trump in the number of ballots counted in the battleground, a must win state for Trump that has long been a Republican stronghold. The contest is still too early for the Associated Press to call. Thousands of ballots are still left to be counted, many in counties where the former vice president was in the lead. An AP analysis showed that Biden's vote margins grew as counties processed mail, ba- uh, mail ballots cast in his favor. There is a potential that the race could go to a recount under Georgia law. If the margin between Biden and Trump is under half a percentage point of a difference, a recount can be requested. A federal judge denied a bid by President Donald Trump's campaign to stop the vote count in Philadelphia over observer access, urging the two sides to instead forge an agreement. U.S. District Judge Paul S. Diamond suggested each party be allowed 60 observers inside a hall at a downtown convention center where the final ballots are being tallied. As the hearing unfolded Thursday evening, President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden were locked in a tight battle for the 20 electoral votes in Pennsylvania. Diamond, an appointee by President George W. W. Bush reprimanded the lawyers as both sides bickered about who was following the rules and reminded them that they are officer they are officers of the court. Republicans went to the court Thursday afternoon to complain that the election officials in the Democratic-led city were ignoring a state court order they'd won earlier in the day to give them a closer view of ballot processing. In sports this morning. <laughs> Sacks are yummy. The Eagles learned that a player tested positive for COVID-19 yesterday morning. The Eagles did not name the player, but safety Marcus Epps was placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Players are put on the list if they test positive or if they've been exposed. 
The individual immediately went into self-isolation upon learning of his test result. The team is following the protocols and remain in close communication with the league on this matter. All of the team's players were already scheduled off yesterday through Sunday for the bye week. The Eagles don't play again until Sunday, the 15th, when they'll travel up the New Jersey Turnpike to play the Giants. In Thursday night football, Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns and the Green Bay Packers beat the San Francisco 49ers 34-17 to last night in the Bay Area. And the NBA Players Association voted to approve a plan for the December 22nd start to the season that includes a reduced 72-game schedule, clearing the way for the league and union to finalize details on the 2021 season. The Board of Players representatives voted to approve the pre-Christmas start, and the NBA and Players Association are planning to discuss the opening of free agency as quickly as possible. Because of this, training camps could open as early as December 1st. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy, and welcome to the end of the work week. It's a beautiful thing, and uh, beautiful thing, and we have beautiful weather. As we said, we're going to give our word of the week prize. Lots of booze from our friends at Revivalist. Uh, so get yourself set to walk away with all of that. Uh, we also have a number of guests and things going on. But real quick, a nice uh, text that came in. It's always nice to see something like this. It says, hey, I moved to Pittsburgh in July. And I'm so thankful I can still listen in every morning. I've been listening to you guys for 20 years. Oh, my God. You put a smile on my face every morning before work. Thank you for being there every day. Heading back to Delco this weekend to visit Wawa and the family. <laughs> love you all and have an awesome weekend. That's for Sheila. That's great. Yeah, we love that. And then there's another text that coming in. Speaking, you just played the Delco. For some, somebody's yeah. watching CNN and says they just said Delco. Actually, Delco on oh, CNN. It was a big thing last it night. John where, King, right? Well, yeah. John King, but Jake Tapper right. was the one who said, "Hey, listen, you're going to make a, you're going to have a lot of fans in Delaware County if you refer to it as Delco for now on." Oh wow! So yeah. set the record straight. Oh my God. Yeah, blew up on blabbermouth. Was guys. that was that yeah. the same clip with the Pornhub uh, tag? No, I saw that one, too. Uh, <laughs> Did you there, guys see that? Yes, no. there, there were two uh, separate uh, Press and Steve-related events on on CNN last night. One involving Pornhub, the other involving Delco. <laughs> so we're we're huge on CNN. Yeah. What was the Pornhub thing? They go to us. They go to the screen. I, was it was it King? Who was who was the the uh, it was standing? It was Wolf in front. Blitzer was on uh, was right. the anchor at the time. Right, and and the upper right hand uh, corner of the screen, and obviously it's it's patched into a computer, Preston. There was the Pornhub tab. Oh, I love <gasps> when those look, look. things happen. There, yeah. it's oh, up my God. Screen. And Pornhub. Then he, he Wait, quickly... <laughs> so Wolf Butcher's... Uh... And then right behind John King. Oh, oh my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, so what What does that mean? Like, where did that come from? Somebody had had that tab up. Yeah, whatever whatever feed that they were taking from whatever computer, they also <laughs> had that open. So it doesn't mean it was him or his computer. It was just no, somebody no. there. Somebody. But guess he is not happy. You can see it on his face. Yeah, like, yeah. you mother. Oh, you get this out of here. He just, come like, on. flicks it up. That's hilarious. That's great. I love it. <laughs> And then uh, one more quick text, and this, uh, I guess they're anticipating Friday because it just says, Irma Gerd, turkey bearkin. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have, uh, yeah, the Gottschalls is not here today, are they? No, no they're not. They're usually in on Fridays. We'll be back again sometime in the near future. But anyhow, some nice texts to begin the day. We welcome you. Uh, we do have some things going on. Guest-wise, uh, comedian Moses Storm. Now, that's a name. That yeah. is a cool name. Moses Storm. Yeah. Uh, you need a lightning strike yeah. right after that. Yeah. Uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, so we will talk to him. We also have um, we have another guest I'm not going to mention as of yet because it comes along with an announcement. I think we can announce probably after our entertainment break what's going on, and then we'll tease our guest. Yes, it's going to be late in the show, That's but it, it, it's a it's a it's a cool thing that we're happy about. Uh, we also have 
Former intern Ben checking. No, he doesn't oh, get Oh, I'm sorry. Like you know what he right. gets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gets the other thing. As you can imagine. That's him. Uh, intern Ben's got a charity event. He wants to plug it, which we're happy to have him on because it gives us an excuse to play back that segment again from As You Can Imagine. So we'll talk to him a little bit later on today. And we also have the battle of the self-proclaimed experts. Now you can hit the lightning okay, shake yes, again. Right. The MCU edition. And these guys are diehard fans. Yeah, yeah. This is again the 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 fascination with the uh, with the subject matter and the the um, the need to uh, proclaim yourself the best, the most knowledgeable is going to drive this. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Have you seen the photos of these I guys? I have. Uh, he they've they've got some interesting collections. <laughs> yes, of them. yes. Uh, so they are they are deep into it, Casey. I don't know if you saw this, but look at all the uh, oh my god, all the various uh, costumes and wow. things that they have. Yeah, so they they are super fans. So we're going to have them go head to head, and we will do that about eight fifteen, eight twenty, somewhere in that range. So if you think you know the MCU as well, play along just for fun at home and see how well you match up. Uh, so we have these things and more taking place. Let's break. Come back in a second, and we'll get some entertainment stories and a stupid question with a prize as well. So we'll be right back. Hang in there. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Meet Krista, Steven Singer's most loved engagement ring, and take stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. It's easy. Just go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question prize, $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. I'm going to ask a question. I'm, I'm going to bring one out of my life okay. here for a moment. Uh, my daughter and I, not long ago, watched uh, Gravity Falls, which is an animated show. It was out a few years ago. I had never seen it. And so she's, and, and it, it's one of those that has an actual story that goes along the entire. Okay. It's, you know, it's not just a little short. It's, it's got, it all ties in together. So we watched the whole thing. It was great. So here's my question for you, those who have watched Gravity Falls before. What is the name of the soda that you will find in Gravity Falls, oh. the most popular soda in a Gravity Falls? It's seen regularly, probably every episode. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Friday, November 6th, let me go through some birthdays today. There are a number of them. We'll begin with the great Sally Field. Uh, she celebrates her 74th birthday today. We had a Norma Ray chat a little while ago. I don't know yeah. what we were talking about. She's yeah. in one of my absolute top ten favorite movies of all time, Places in the Heart. You know? One of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Fantastic. What's it about? She, she is, it's like, in, she's in, it's Texas, I believe. It's like the 1920s. Her husband gets uh, gets killed. She's got to raise a, uh, a family. She's got to get her, like, a, a cotton crop out in time. Just a just a study in life at that time, and she plays. She's just brilliant. She's right, so awesome. that's not the one about a Trans Am. That's uh, smoking the. Bag. Oh, okay. yeah, that's a different one. And uh, she's also in, of course, Mrs. Doubtfire, yep. and she was Mama in Forrest Gump and Sybil, the Flying uh, Nun. Yeah, uh, very similar roles. Lincoln. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff. She's been uh, pretty amazing over the years. She's uh, seventy four today. Well, she, she wasn't yes, in the she was in Brothers and Sisters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, that was her. Uh, she was never in the MCU, was she? Uh, yes, she was. Well, she was Aunt May, yeah. She was in the Andrew uh, Garfield. That's Spider-Man. what it yeah. was. I'm yeah. like, yeah, do we... 
but not that's really not really MCU. Those. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyhow, she she's got to tie into Marvel somehow or another. So she's seventy four. Ethan Hawke oh. has his birthday today, and it's a big one for him. He is uh, <laughs> he's fifty years old today. <laughs> um, Dead Poets Society, excellent movie. Yes, um, Reality Bites. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know it's a guilty pleasure. It's, it's yeah. yeah. What's that, Nick? It's of a time. It's of a time. He made my uh, my movie list with Sinister. Yeah, which is a he's, he's solid. He's in the first Purge. I do need to see that. And uh, right, Training is. Day is outstanding. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> you need those performances from both those actors yeah. to make that work because it's pretty much them the entire movie. Right, yeah. and, and Denzel is so. He takes takes up so much presence on the screen that you kind of forget that Ethan Hawke is also really good in yeah, it. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because Denzel dominates. You need yeah. you need that that dynamic. Though. Yeah, it's so yep. good. Does he? Okay, it's spoiler alert. But does he die at the end of the purge? No. I didn't think oh, so. Uh, no, no, no. He he does not. Okay. Uh, he is fifty today. Rebecca Romaine uh, is forty eight years old today. She's in the MCU. She's uh, uh she was um Mystique, Mystique in yeah. uh, X Men in the first and a uh, damn good X-Men. one. Yeah, she's really. good. In fact, it. they pay uh, tribute to her in one of the subsequent movies where Jennifer Lawrence yep is uh, changing. Yeah. She changes she into changes to Rebecca Romain. Rebecca Romain, yeah. and actually she has a slight cameo because of that. So she is uh, forty eight today. Fandy Newton, Fandy, Fandy celebrates her birthday today. Summer love and had me a blast. Uh, she was in Westworld, yeah. and uh, no, Fandy. I, I tapped out. Uh, yeah, I did too, and yeah. I was digging it, but I, it, it got apparently the third season's really good. Yeah. I might have to suffer through the second season just to get to the third season. I, I jumped in and out, and it did have some signs of getting better, and I thought it started to hit a, a stride, but I'm like, ah, oh, there's just too much else to watch. So as, I think Aaron Paul is in the third season. Um, and RuPaul. And yes. Not RuPaul. But I'm watching, um, I'm watching Breaking Bad again, and I, I forgot how good Aaron Paul is. Yeah. Um, so... But either way, I keep hearing that that Elvis season... Elvis will always be the king of rock. <laughs> yes. I keep hearing that that season three is really good. And I think may, it might be Mr. Robot season three is, like, really, really good. So good that it's worth suffering through through a bad season. All right. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a good enough endorsement for you, Steve, or not, but... <laughs> so, Fanny Newton is 48 today. Uh, Corey Glover of Living Color. Oh, there you who go. blew us away... At the Camp Out for Hunger a couple of years ago, when when they were doing... It might have been uh, called The Personality, but at some point, Corey went off the charts into this falsetto scream. And we were just like, dude, you have still got it to the nth degree. He, they blew us away, man. One of my favorite moments from the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. So he turns 56 years old today, and it says here, okay, on this list, it right. says son of Danny Glover. No. I don't, Wait, I had always heard he was uncle of Danny Glover, so I asked him about that at the Camp Out for right. Hunger. He's like, nope, not true. <laughs> I'm like, I have lived that lie yeah. for years, for decades, really. Uh, but he was an actor. Remember, he was in Platoon. Yes, he was. Uh, so he is 56. Happy birthday to you, Mr. Corey Glover. You're a class act. Uh, Maria Shriver. Uh, she is, of course, formerly married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, they're not legally divorced. Really? I don't think they've they've gone through with the okay. signing of the with the signing of the papers and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you imagine Arnold? He shows up for the for the divorce the papers and the documents and the things that you sign when you stay married to someone for six six years, but you never get the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> 
but not in the this and the that. <laughs> and the all, plaintiff and the defendant. All these things. <laughs> Exculpatory. <laughs> Habeas uh, corpus. Oh, God. We were interviewed by Maria Schreiber. If you <laughs> oh, man. Live on TV, if you oh, remember. Both Casey and I. And <laughs> Wait, what was this? We went up. We tell this story periodically. We went up. Uh, it was, what was what was the impetus for that again, Casey? Well, we had peeps. We, uh, peeps. Yes. We I wanted mean, to get peeps on television, and so uh, we... <laughs> We were raising well, money for charity, and we did it. it and, yeah, yes, yeah and you guys went up there. I hot glued like a thousand peeps onto some rain jackets for us. Yeah, and we uh, and we went on to the Today Show. Yeah, uh, Maria Shriver is sixty five. <laughs> Taryn Manning uh, is forty two. She was in Eight Mile and Hustle and Flow, and I'll pretend like I know who she she's is. I know, you do know. I know the name. Yeah, oh, she's on. Uh, oh. The prison show. What's it called? Oranges and Oranges Black. Black. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 42. Uh, Lori Singer, the female lead in Footloose, turns uh, 62 years old today. Still the best version of the two versions of Footloose. And Lori Singer, she married Dan Aykroyd? Or who uh, am I no, you're thinking of Donna Dixon. And who is, what else is Lori Singer? Lori Singer was in, in uh, the man, I think the man with one red shoe. Or... Okay. And... All right, yeah, Tom Hanks was in that. Wait, right. wait a minute. Hold on, Nick, pull up. Do me. I'm sorry. Yeah, where pull are we up, going? Pull up Laurie Singer's IMDb, because this is okay. going to drive me crazy. I was know... it Laurie Singer or Laurie Dancer? <laughs> no, <laughs> she was a dancer. Thanks. Oh, my God. Look at me. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm, uh, I don't see anything else notable. Shortcuts? Uh, anyhow, she is... 62 today. Lamar Odom oh. uh, is 41. <laughs> he just, like, apparently broke up with somebody. I don't know. It, like, it was on a scroll on, on the TV or whatever. Right. I had He was apparently in some sort of relationship that was big enough for them to say they broke up. I was just going to say, that's the nation. Yeah, I scroll worthy? Uh, no. For me, no. A nation but... <laughs> came together in support. Yeah. Unless she's somebody. She is somebody, Sabrina I believe. Sabrina Parr? Yeah, I think she's, a, a, like, a model. Uh, spe- speaking of, here's a follow-up of uh, the crawl across oh, the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marissa sent this over. Apparently, the Pornhub banner on, on CNN is a fake. It looked fake. I uh, thought so. Uh, it so looked it didn't like actually it was... happen? No, but the Delco thing happened, so uh, one out of two on CNN okay. last night. So apparently somebody had doctored that and put that. That is awesome, though. Up. That yeah. was done so yeah, look, well. Because the look on his face. It was yeah. perfect. Totally sells it. Yeah. No, I, 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 still give, I still give the points for that one. All right, so uh, Craig Legans is 40 seconds behind, and he's always listening. He wanted to let us know. Lori Singer was in the TV version of Fame, and then also did She you- played cello. That's right. Okay. And then she she might have been in The Man with One Red Shoe. She was. There was a, yeah, there was a, an orchestra thing. Yeah. And yeah. did you mention that she was the, is the sister of Mark Singer, the Beastmaster? <laughs> no, I did not. I would have gone, <laughs> but I can't do that. <laughs> you spent a lot of time on Laurie Singer. Um, last birthday is Emma Stone. And Emma turns uh, 32 years old today. She yeah. was at the U2 show that I went to in Philly, what, two or three years ago? They did the outdoor one at uh, at the link, and then they went indoors at the Wells Fargo Center. And she was there, hanging out, watching U2. No kidding. Yeah. What did we do? We just did something with this, didn't we? Where we were, what was the, the riff on this? First off, it, whenever it's on, we watch it. I think it, was, I think it was Stallone. Oh, was it Stallone? I think it was Stallone <laughs> was singing this. Casey was looking at me. Yeah. But the uh, um, again, it has now fallen into that group of movies I will... Pick it up wherever I catch it and take it to the end. I went from going into hesitantly watching it to I absolutely adore that yeah, movie yeah, yeah. now. I, I, everything about it, I just can't resist. And it totally flies against the type of movies that I like, but it's great. She's great. He's great. 
We're great. You're Yay! great. Everybody's, everybody's great. All right. She's great. Um, <laughs> so she celebrates her 32nd birthday today, Emma Stone. The great Emma Stone. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question in the television show Gravity Falls. What is the name of the popular soda that they have in Gravity Falls? I will go to Rick and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. Oh, Thank thanks, you. man. I appreciate it. What is the soda that you will find in Gravity Falls? Uh, pit Cola? Pit Cola, yes. <laughs> Hang on, Rick. We'll get your info. It has an actual pit in it. They spit it out. Uh, <laughs> what is the, uh, it's a It's a comedy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's got a, but it's got a, an underlying sinister uh, storyline that threads through all of the episodes and eventually comes to a conclusion right. where, like, the end of the world could happen. Okay. And all that stuff. It's, it's fun. It's good. Uh, and in fact... There's a lot of famous voices behind it. Uh, Mabel, the main character, is uh, Linda Cardellini. Nice. That. Um, it's it's a whole start. There's a Laurie lot of, Singer. A lot of cameos, like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's on it, Larry King. Um, I forgot who's some of the other. Jason Ritter is Dipper, the main character. Oh, wow. Um, oh, Kristen else? Shaw's on it as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, it's it's a fun show. It's, it's smartly written. All right, so anyhow, we are going to set Rick up with a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card, host the holidays, and let Bonefish Grill handle the cooking. Uh, You can enjoy a variety of seasonal specials like the fan favorite Winter White Cosmo or family bundles that feed up to five. You can get a $10 bonus card with every $50 gift card purchased through the end of the year. Order at bonefishgrill.com, delivery from DoorDash and Uber Eats, or dine in whenever you're ready. All right, we'll start with... Lily James. Lily. Lily. Legs, Lily. Lily, Lily, legs, Lily, really. Uh, was spotted out with Dominic. <laughs> By the way, people have asked Preston, that's from Blazing Saddles. Yes, it's the great Harvey Corman. Yes. Uh, his head, Lily Ma. <laughs> oh, that's Harvey Corman. <laughs> that's Harvey Corman. I don't know why I. He goes in, Madeline Kahn is the, shant- or is the, uh, the, the woman that they hire to seduce okay. the sheriff of Rock Ridge, and so she's in her dressing room. And she has her legs up on the makeup uh, uh-huh. uh, table, and and he comes in and says that. Her name, Lily, 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 legs. <laughs> her name is Lily von Stupp. <laughs> right. Who do you think it was? I thought it was Gene Wilder. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Oh, yeah, he is. He's yes. Jim, but he's uh, in another mm-hmm. part of the movie. So anyhow, uh, yeah, Lily was spotted out with uh, Dominic Cooper in London a month after she was caught snuggling up with her married co-star Dominic West. So she likes Dominic's apparently. Uh, Dominic West is married. We've been over that story yes. a few times. All right. So uh, so James has not addressed, or Lily, I should say, has not addressed the situation, but was reportedly flirtatious with West on set. Soon after that story broke in October, James's on-set flirtation was also linked to the breakup of Army Hammer and his wife, Elizabeth Chambers. It is unclear if James and Cooper are more than friends, but she was linked to Chris Evans over the summer and dated Matt Smith for several years mm. previously. So what if you stop and think about this? If you're single, even if you're married and you're on a, on a set and you have a romantic deal going in a movie or a TV show, you know, it's it's for the for people who are, <laughs> just go for it. A lot of times, I think a lot of people think that, you know, I mean, as, as for, so many look at um Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, they yeah. were both with other people. Yeah. And then they got, and... And, and look at them now. Yeah, look at, them now. Yeah, right. look at how well really that turned out. out. But I guess, you know, they, they talk about how long those days are, and you're you're on these sets That's, for 10, 12 hours yeah, at a time. Yeah, you can forge a relationship. But, yeah. Right? Most definitely. Uh, so, Brian Austin Green is thanking fans for supporting him amid public drama with his ex-wife, Megan Fox, the pair who confirmed their split in May after 10 years of marriage and three children, have publicly struggled as Fox moves on to high-profile 
high-profile romance with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Fox recently slammed Green for posting shots of their kids, asking him in the comments why he's using them to, quote, posture as a remarkable human. Because he's trying to get laid. Uh, The Beverly Hills alum shared a video on Instagram of himself collecting eggs from his backyard chicken coop. Add him to the list of people who have chicken coops now. Uh, And he had captioned it, life at home while the kids are at school. He also thanked fans for supporting him. Go Brian Austin Green, uh, saying I <laughs> wanted to thank everyone who's come on my page and been supportive of everything. It's disgusting. I know it is. It's extremely kind and really appreciative. What do you do coming on this oh, page? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, spreading conspiracy theories amid a global pandemic is not good luck. So it may be a coincidence, but following a tongue lashing from followers, Courtney Kardashian hit up social media with a photo of her and her ex, Scott Disick, that got many thinking that they were more than friends. Oh, God, I hope so. This week, she had shared a post on Instagram story claiming that blue surgical masks cause cancer, a notion that medical experts quickly debunked. She had captioned the post, those blue masks mandated at grocery stores and airplanes are made of PTFE, a carcinogen made from synthetic fluoride. What, ha- where, what, like, where is she even getting this? Acor- and listen to this. She goes deeper on it, too. According to cancer.org, it increases the risk of liver, testicle, pancreas, kidney, and breast tumors, and ulcerative colitis, thyroid disease, preeclampsia, I don't know what that is, and high cholesterol. High exposure can cause influenza-like symptoms and hemorrhaging in the lungs leading to suffocation. I don't buy that, but I I will tell you this. My mask smells like cheese balls. Okay. But (laughs) cancer specialists, people who do this for a living, insist that PTFE is not linked to cancer and surgical masks are safe and an effective way to prevent the spread of COVID. The backlash was immediate on social media, as you would imagine. As you can imagine. Yes. And we'll have a turn wise to turn to Kourtney Kardashian for medical advice. Now, <laughs> soon after all of... As you can imagine, that's right. the last one you want to turn to. Soon after the uh, the backlash, the 41-year-old shared a story with a throwback featuring her and Disick, and she captioned it, Wow. One, she's very, very uh, much the right. And then she, do you do you know what Scott Disick's uh, his uh, handle is on Instagram? What his is? Oh, it's, yeah. I, is it all right. douchey? Yes, well, I, I have it, to imagine it's douchey. Well, it, it's not what you think it would be, but in light of who this person is, it's ridiculous. It is at Let the Lord be with you. Yeah. Is this a recent uh, changing? No, Has he found Jesus? No, no, it's twenty four point two million followers. It's been that for a while, and yeah. I, I want, so what is a Scott Disick? Uh, so he's. I don't think of him as an influencer. I think but, he is though. Yeah. I, I, he does like brand related stuff, and I think that's how he makes his money. Still, I wonder what his going rate is. Yeah, right. Knowing that we've heard that uh, Kim Kardashian get one point one million dollars well, for a. Uh, yeah, with with twenty four million followers, it's going to be it's going to be worth something. Yeah, you know. So, but let the Lord be with you, Lord. Lord, uh, please pa- bless Scott Disick <laughs> <laughs> and guide Lord. him in all his endeavors. <laughs> what are his endeavors? We don't even know that. All right, he has multiple business ventures, including a clothing brand. Uh, investing in nightclubs and running m- uh, multiple vitamin companies. 
Uh, Vitamin company. Douchey uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right. So, and roll on hairspray. Uh, so anyhow, they were together from 2006, 2015. So this little throwback picture has got tongues a wagon. <laughs> you hear him? You hear him. Uh, not everyone was psyched when news leaked that Lashana Lynch would make history by becoming the first female black 007. Uh, in a cover story with Harper's Bazaar's UK, uh, the 32-year-old Brit opens up about how the backlash affected her. She's not going to be James Bond. She's going to be 007. So... Uh, it was so extreme, Lynch deleted her social media apps, saw no one but family members, and meditated. Uh, she realized it wasn't personal, though, she told the magazine. She said, uh, I'm one black woman. If there's another black woman cast in the role, it would have been the same conversation. She would have had to go through the same attacks, the same abuse. Uh, she said, I just have to remind myself that the conversation is happening and that I'm a part of something that will be very, very revolutionary. Uh, in No Time to Die... Lynch plays an agent named Nomi. In a pivotal scene, she is given the spy's code number 007 and uh, and told to find Daniel Craig and urge him out of retirement. So to find Bond and urge him out of retirement. You remember the lead up to it. They were the the big thing was that they were making her, you know, Bond. And I think that's where the confusion got. Right, Right. And so she they should have been smarter in the way they parse that information out. And she caught the crap for that. Yes. Uh, so she hopes to use the role as a stepping stone to open up the narrative around uh, gender and race as well. Uh, no Time to Die is set to be released April 2nd oh. of next year. Right? I know her. She's in uh, Captain Marvel. She's um, uh, uh, Carol's friend. In oh, Captain Rambo? Pilot. Yeah, Rambo, yeah. Oh, okay. I got to go back and see that again. Yeah, she's really good, and, uh, and they have a, a good partnership in the movie. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Keaton family is back on Tuesday. The cast of Family Ties will reunite on their daily series, Stars in the House, to reminisce about their time on the beloved sitcom. Uh, hosted by Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley, uh, the reunion, held in support of the Actors Fund, will feature multiple original cast members, and it's all the main ones. So it's Michael J. Fox, Meredith Baxter, Michael Gross, Tina Yothers, uh, Mark Price, who played Skippy. Skippy. Oh, Skippy was a breakout Skippy, yeah. star. He really and was. Scott Valentine, who was so, Nick. Hey, Nick. Yo. Yo. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, yo was his thing, right? That's right. Mallory. Yeah. Mallory. He was Mallory. An he, he created sculptures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was yeah. an artist. Uh, Rudetsky and Wesley said in a statement, we're overwhelmed with gratitude that we raised over $15,000 during Tuesday's all-day Vodafone was broadcast. It, wasn't he in that, that movie, My Demon Lover? Yes. Yeah, you remember that movie? I do vaguely remember that standard (laughs) 80s. Right, yeah. Goofball freaking love story thing. Which, uh, by the way, um, it looks like um, Bateman. What's her name? Justine Justine? Bateman? Justine Bateman is not on this list. That would be everybody if they got her. That kind of sucks. Do you remember she was poised to be the breakout star? She was. And and her brother ended up becoming much, much more famous than she was. I did like her. Uh, the Stars Family Ties, which aired from 82 to 89, are among the many casts that have been brought together by Rudetsky and Wesley for this particular uh, segment that they do uh, to share stories and help raise money for the Actors Fund amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Other casts that have reunited on Stars in the House, which is the name of the program, include Night at the Museum, Scandal, Knott's Landing, Melrose Place, Frasier, Glee, 30 Rock, and Desperate Housewives. And there are others, too. So I... Really enjoyed uh, Ready Player One, the movie. But in the book, there there were certain things that happened in the book that they didn't do in the movie. Mm-hmm. That And one of the things was their chat room in the book was the living room for family ties. I would have loved 
for, you know, little things like that I really would have loved. Yeah, there was a lot. The, the book is so much better than the movie, but I do enjoy the movie for what it is. But, yeah, it's they, they, they delve more into that type of thing. Yeah. And you're right. There was there was a lot of good family ties stuff. Sha-la-la-la. Uh, so the Family Ties reunion will stream, uh, let's see here, Tuesday at 8 o'clock on People's Social Platforms, People Magazine Social Platforms, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter, as well as uh, People TV's Facebook and Twitter and on the Stars in the House YouTube channel on starsinthehouse.com as well. And fans will be able to ask questions, donate to the Actors Fund uh, for a chance to have their names read by the cast on That's cool. Air. I'll make sure to say, damn it, I missed it. I know. Me too. Uh, Frozen stars Kristen Bell and Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff played Kristoff. He's also King George in uh, Hamilton. Yep. Uh, will reunite for a new musical movie from the creators of How I Met Your Mother. He's also the lead in Mindhunter, which blew me away. Because, yeah. So it just kind of shows you the range that this guy has. He's great. Yep. Uh, titled Molly and the Moon. The musical will see the actors stars the parents of a recently born baby that is fighting for its life, trying to make it into the world. Uh, the story is actually based on a personal experience by How I Met Your Mother co-creator Craig Thomas. His son Elliot was born with uh, Jacobson syndrome, which is a rare genetic condition that left him with several life-threatening heart defects. Um, when they were unable to hold their baby in the first few weeks of his life, they would instead sing songs to him. He and his wife would. Uh, including a lullaby that will be featured in this particular musical. They should have grabbed some of the audio of Kathy singing. That would have summoned the child. <laughs> right? That kid would have come out of uh, whatever. Hey! Okay, yeah. okay, I'm good. What do you mean? I'm uh, good. My heart's fine. I'm good now. Okay. <laughs> Bell and Groff will play Kate and Brian in the film, and the songs that they sing to their baby will act as the, quote, North Star for Molly to find her way through a mythical world toward the moon she instinctively feels is calling her. So it will be from the perspective of this unborn, or this this child who's not, you know, is in this... The child! Trapped in this other, not-yet world, uh, or in this ethereal place. Like a pre-birth world. Yeah. So the film will be live-action and capture the feel of classic fantasy movies such as Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal, with the story serving as a metaphor for a soul trying to make it into the world. Do you guys uh, want to spend any more time on Scott Disick? <laughs> uh, yeah. If it's good. Yeah, yeah, I think I do. All right. Uh, do you know why he's actually called Lord? I looked this up. He no. purchased the title Lord uh, on the internet, and the Scott and Courtney and that whole crew went to England a few years ago, and he was, quote-unquote, knighted as British royalty. Oh, you can do so, that? Yes, you can. You and can s- purchase the title of Lord. Yeah. And, How much? Uh, I don't know. but um, So he became British royalty in a tongue-in-cheek ceremony in an authentic, quote-unquote, knighting ceremony after purchasing the title over the internet. Whether it is, this is a quote, whether it is Sir Disick, Lord Disick, Count Disick, becoming royalty is going to get me the respect I deserve. Oh, oh my God. God. Uh, so it's, I guess... Half it's not joke. religious. It's yeah. no. It's no, it's, it's uh, a title from royal. Yes. Okay. okay. Oh my god. Well, well crap. We so let the Lord be with you oh. has nothing to do. That's his screen name. It's not Christianity. It's him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, all right. You, it, it looks like you can. It's like fifty bucks. It's like becoming a minister of the Universal Life Church of Modesto, yes. California. I do think you have to go to England to officially get your <laughs> do well, BS okay. title. Yeah. yeah. So I'll next time the Eagles play wow. there, we'll, go over right. and we'll all become lords. It's like when you purchase a star. That's exactly yeah, yeah. it. Yes. It I'd, means nothing. I'd like to be a lord. Yeah. <laughs> we well, can you can. Yeah, but lord. I am a member of the clergy, Preston, so maybe I can put a good word in for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> 
So, Dandy with the Stars host Tyra Banks had a major wardrobe malfunction oh. that may have escaped viewers' notice. Mm. Nice beaver. The, <laughs> Are we sure what? that's what it was? <laughs> the 46-year-old told E.T. I can see a beaver! I think it was the third or fourth episode. I walk out, my hand is on my back, and I was holding my dress together. It was not zipped up. Uh-oh. And I did not have on any of my jewelry. Ooh. Oh, and yeah, what what is that, the Muppets between your legs? Yes. Actually, she does look kind of bare without jewelry. Uh, yeah, you're right, because they usually bling them up on yeah. that show. Well, she's been a complete success during this whole run with the screwing up stuff right and left. And She must have been rushed for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Remember my uh, wardrobe malfunction when my knocker fell out? Oh, no. Yeah. Excuse me? Was it dancing? Salsa, yeah, salsa yeah, dancing. It, it, was, it was a halter top, so it clipped behind my neck. Yeah. And I was in the middle of a performance, <laughs> yeah. and it snapped off. And the whole, and it literally just it fell down, and I uh, I remember my I remember the move I had to to drop to the floor in like a, a count or two, and so I went down early, and like I remember my partner looking at me like what are you doing? And I I had probably one or two seconds to snap to to put the the snap back together and. Sure enough, sure it, it. no, it happened, and I put it together, and I was ready to go right after. I don't know how that happened. Were wow. you at Parks or something like that? No, or? I was at um, the dance studio, La okay. Luna, in Ben Salem, and uh, it was on video, yeah. and we did have the video, but I made the guy who had the video kind of blur out my okay. my nips. Uh. <laughs> nips didn't show, So did you'll they? never know if they're pink or red. Uh, <laughs> damn it, we were so close. No, okay, so my nips didn't show. Okay. I, was, I was at a, at a friend's wedding one time, and there was a couple out on the dance floor, and this woman's boob was there just dancing along. Her boob just hanging know. out. And she had no idea. No idea. Dude, those things Somebody are, eventually said something to her. They're so tight, and, like, I, you know, it's, sometimes it just, like, pops out the top, and you don't even know. Well, my uh, my wife's old roommate had her. Uh, she was wearing a top that was so uh, loose that we were, it, it was like a Saturday morning. We were on the back patio having a coffee. She must have, like, bent over for something, and then she came back up. And full on, she didn't even know. I had to be like, yo, dude. Oh, uh, your boob. Your boob is. Because, like, I guess, like, the nipple kind of got caught underneath the 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 neck of the shirt. It was the neck of the shirt had come down. I that is like, a loose-ass loose? shirt. That is a yeah. loose-ass shirt. I was like, dude, you're. <laughs> I, I just got. Your boobs are just one. I just got a text from the guy who has the video, and he said, those were the days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, they were. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, one last thing. Let me see. Let's go with this. Um, the right to do a prequel or sequel to Breakfast at Tiffany's is now the subject of a lawsuit filed against Paramount Pictures. Well, Los- that's all you ever hear people talking about, Preston. In Los Angeles Boring. Superior Court, the film is based on the novel written by Truman Capote in 1958, and his charitable trust is filing the suit. Um, it said in 1991, the plate. Is there a murderer involved in Breakfast at Tiffany's? No, it's okay. it, it's it's basically like a rom com. Oh. It's um, Holly Go Lightly. Are you, you familiar with the story? I... I'm not. I just know of the movie and yeah. the song. Audrey Hepburn yeah. and George Papard are in the movie. Yeah, it's fairly and, uh, certain. And, I had to read it, but I didn't. Well, in the book, uh, George Papard's character is gay. Gay. Yeah. And, yeah, and in the movie, that didn't happen. Mm. He's just not a ladies man. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's funny because um, yeah, I think there was a Seinfeld episode where George ended up having to <laughs> read the book, but not. And then so he didn't even realize that uh, the character was gay. 
Uh, the film is based on the novel, like I said, by Truman Capote. Uh, in 1991, the plaintiff and Capote estate entered into an agreement with Paramount whereby Paramount optioned certain sequel and prequel rights, among others, with respect to the film, states the complaint. Uh, the agreement provided that in a motion pi- if a motion picture was not produced within a certain amount of time, the rights would revert back to plaintiffs. So. Capote had actually written the first screen treatment for Die Hard. <laughs> he did not. Hey, man, he wrote in Cold Blood. Yeah. He did. So yeah. He, 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 had that, he had that in him somewhere. All right. right. Um, movies yeah. opening this weekend. Yeah. How about oh, man. that? God damn it. Oh, we're obviously we're going, going to, to the Justine Institute. No, I, I hit the wrong freaking button, and then movies. I it down. You got to give me a second because okay. I, at, when I did it, I erased it from existence. Okay. Oh boy! All right. So now I have to grab the right. movies opening. Hey, stop! 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 Wait! Movies opening this weekend. All right, we got two movies to uh, bring up here. Uh, Let Him Go is the first one. It's a thriller. Stars Kevin Costner, Diane Lane, and Boo Boo Stewart. You know Boo Boo Stewart. You just don't know you know Boo Boo Stewart. I'm. You watch The Descendants. Yes. The guy with the long hair. Uh, was he a zombie? Or wait, The no, Descendants. I was, thinking a, of, I was thinking of uh, the zombies. Right. Uh, the guy with the long hair. The oh, football team. Yeah, he the badass. Looks sort of Native American. Yes, he is. Whose kid is he in The Descendants? I'm trying to remember. <sighs> I forget as well. He's one of the bad person's yeah, yes. kids. Um, all right. Uh, he's cool. I he like him. Good, yeah. Uh, So here it is. Following the loss of their son, a retired sheriff and his wife leave their Montana ranch to rescue their young grandson from the clutches of a dangerous family living off the grid in the Dakotas. Uh, It is an hour and 54 minutes long. It is rated R. And in theaters now, uh, it's got a Rotten Tomato score of 75%. Yeah, and I got to thank them for sending me a, a care package that had some really delicious Montana-based beef jerky. Oh, really? Yeah, really, really There good. you go. Oh, that's cool. Yes. All right. Uh, I need to know whose kid he was. Hang on. I'm looking for it in Descendants. He was, uh, it just says Jay. Jay, the famous. What the hell is that all about? It should have a laugh. Fairy tale character of Jay. Uh, Jay, Jay, Jay. That's okay. Whatever, <laughs> man. Moving on. Also opening up this weekend is The Informer. It's crime drama starring Joel Kinnaman and Rosamund Pike. And Pete, here's what it's about. Yes. Pete Coslow is a former special operations soldier working as an informant for the FBI to help dismantle the Polish mafia's drug trade in New York. Coslow is coerced into returning to prison that he previously served time in for manslaughter to take down a cartel from the inside. Thank you. There you go. Uh, it is an hour and 53 minutes long. It is rated R, streams today, and Rotten Tomato score is 57% so far. I like uh, movies like that where the guy like goes back, like Brew Breaker. You remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah, where he's uh, he's uh, the, the warden, but he goes in and sees what it's like on the inside. Yep, yep. All right, we can do the clips now. HBO's new miniseries, The Undoing, has been taking fans by storm with every psychological twist and turn. And in this clip, director Suzanne Beer uh, discusses how she went 
about piecing together the TV series. Here we go. It's totally shot like a six-hour-long film, but as a director, you're also very keen on every detail. I mean, you could say the devil is in the detail. So you have that overview, but you also totally focus on that moment of that moment being very exciting, being very sad, being very funny, or whatever it needs to be. It's the mix of the two. <laughs> Just need to act funny. Uh, the next episode of The Undoing is on HBO Sunday at night. All right, Nick just found out that a boo-boo in The Descendants is Jafar's son. There you go. That makes sense. Got it. Done. Yes. All right. Oh, so, oh and Sue is on the line to tell us that. I didn't Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Sue. We appreciate the call. And Maz Jabrani plays Jafar? Yeah. That's great. Oh, love Maz. Love him. All right, here's the next clip. Vince Vaughn plays a serial killer who unintentionally swaps bodies with a female high school student in the new horror comedy Freaky. And in this clip, Vince explains what uh, interested him in the most about uh, joining the cast. Here we go. The uh, part felt like something different, and I liked the fun of playing something different than I had before. I also kind of liked the mashup of it all with some of the genre pieces being very funny and comedic and kind of the stories of the characters and then also the horror component. I haven't been in a lot of horror stuff, so I kind of liked the tone of the film and the director, Chris Landon. What the f- is this? Freaky will be released in theaters next Friday before it is uh, uh, has an on-demand release. All right, and there you go. So I got for you. Hey, listen, having Hopefully movies open something. is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hope you got something out of that. All right, <clears throat> so we have a few things going on uh, this program today. Uh, we have uh, comedian Moses Storm. I don't think we've ever had Moses on before. He'll be stopping or be checking in this morning. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. He's also an actor. You might have seen him in the movie Unfollow. Oh, okay. Remember that movie where they're all they're, they're all on their uh, devices? Yes, and, and, and the stuff is taking place while they're on their FaceTime and Zoom and all that stuff. I didn't watch it. It looked pretty intriguing. He's one of the main characters. Okay, yeah. All right, we can uh, talk to him about that. We have Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts taking place. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have two contestants. These guys know what they're doing, and we'll find out when they go head to head who's the champion. I thought we were biting off a lot with Rocky. But we we went all in. Oh yeah, the Marvel stuff is gonna get contentious. Exactly, it is is so dense with material. Uh, we'll see how well they know. We're gonna get to that in the eight o'clock hour. And when we return, uh, we have a bit of an announcement about something coming up, and we have a guest with that announcement a little bit later on. We'll, we'll reveal the details, and then we'll talk to the guest later on this morning. We'll come back with that. So please stay with us. We'll be back shortly. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. More this year than most. We really need your help to make Camp Out a success. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme during October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. By the way, a little bit later on this morning when we do the uh, Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts Marvel Cinematic Universe Edition, uh, the prize we have, I haven't announced that yet, the champion will receive... An infinity gauntlet, uh-huh. courtesy of Penelope, Justin, and Frank at Fairpoint Toys and Collectibles in Mays Landing, New Jersey. Oh, it's okay. uh, it's 
The far point, Preston, you'll remember this from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. That's a reference to Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Did, far did I say fair point? Yes. Far point, correct. So I think that Santa has to bring this exact toy to my house this year. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I was actually, it's funny because Nick Murphy used an image of it um, on the, you know, one of the collages that we posted of the contestants. And I said to him, I go, what's that thing in the middle? I need that, and I apparently there's uh, the real one where the hands move or where the fingers move, not just the you know the solid fist. Right, that's, suck. Yeah, the so stuck that's fingers, what yeah. Santa's been told he has to bring. So ah. I wonder maybe if Santa will stop in Cape May. Well, you're calling it a toy. <laughs> May's landing. Oh, Steve, not- would you call it a toy? Or is it a collectible? If you got me alone, I would admit I would admit that all the stuff I have is toys that a child should have. Uh-huh. If you catch me in public, they're collectibles. Right. Uh, so we somebody's going to win one, so we'll give that away, and that's from uh, Farpoint. All right, um, we also have to make an announcement real quick, so we're going to do this. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation and questioning about whether or not we were going to pull this off this year, and we are in some form, and having it ready for the Camp Out for Hunger, which is just over a week away, we are announcing the Preston and Steve 2021 Totally Office Calendar. <laughs> Totally Office calendar poster. Okay, so it's going to be different this year. Obviously, with all things pandemic, uh, photo shoots and so on uh, are a bit problematic because when we do the shooting for the Totally Office calendar, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of people. It's a busy couple of days. And And a lot of people on set. That's exactly (laughs) it. So we decided to, you know, keep things nice and safe. And so what we've done, and I think you'll approve is we have taken a best-of collection presented as a poster for this year's uh, Totally Office calendar, and it is available for anybody who comes by the Camp Out for Hunger and donates starting on the 16th. So, uh, and that's the only place it's available. Yes. The only place. Thank you, Kathy. Right off the bat, kudos to Kathy Romano, yeah. who's put together, I believe, a sensational yep. poster calendar. Yep, and later on this morning, we will talk to one of those calendar girls who we've... we've Gone through and chosen just some of our faves. Listen, there we could have done easily five or six years worth, no problem as a poster. But maybe you never know if if, if things have to happen this way again, then we have a model to fall at uh, uh, to fall to. Yeah, we went all the way back to 2009 up to present. So uh, we tapped into a couple of different year, or a bunch of different years, uh, and a bunch of different or three different photographers. So first of all, can I just thank a yeah, couple please, of people? Yeah, please. OSBX. They did this again. They created the whole poster and they did an excellent job. Uh, and then three photographers were involved in all of these years and taking these pictures. And it was Michael Spain Smith. Allison Dunlap and Don Savini, uh, Dom Savini, all of them uh, involved in, in taking these photos and helping us get this poster together. So thank you. The poster looks fantastic. We saw it for the first time. We've seen mock-ups and so on and forth, but we saw the actual one in person a couple of days ago. I am delighted with how it turned out. It looks even better than I thought it was going to. The one thing is we didn't want to have this be like, well, we're going to settle for this because obviously we have constraints placed on it. I actually think... We might have ended up doing something like this sans yeah. because it's it's a celebration of all the calendars past, and the presentation is great. So later on this morning, we will speak to President Steve calendar girl, Brittany Taylor. Hey. Brittany Taylor! Uh, who you know from uh, Very Cavallari. Absolutely. Uh, so she'll be joining us just to check in, and we'll, we'll catch up with her. And, uh, of course, you will be able to pick these up. The only place to get them is the Camp Out for Hunger. We're not doing a release party. That's not happening this year. But if you come down, you donate in person. 
you can leave with one of these posters. They look great, so we're very, very happy about it. It's about extorting you, and we're glad to do it. Yeah, certainly <laughs> glad to do it. To get food for the yes. camp out, of course, most definitely. So, new poster, first time ever from Preston and Steve show uh, for 2021. So, make sure that you don't miss out on that. All right, um, I... Let me see. Oh, I noticed Preston noticed stuff earlier and kind of threw me for a loop, but he's actually fully noticing now. Yeah. I, I have noticed it would. Uh, <laughs> you get that? I didn't know that was I a thing. occasionally. I didn't know that was a thing. Anyway, notice away, notice her. Uh, I'm, got a boner. I'm, I'm going to start with this. This is pretty wild. I remember uh, a while back we spoke about um, things that you feel are overrated. Remember we had people call Yes, in, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Some people were embarrassed to admit things. Uh, the, there was a guy that called in that said he was he, he thinks overrated is the salt life thing. Yeah. You see stickers around everywhere. It's a clothing brand, all that stuff. Well, my my awesome beach straw hat is a Salt Life hat that I didn't... I love the hat itself, but I didn't like the logo, so I'd actually taken that logo off and I put a different logo on. Well, the founder of that clothing brand is facing a manslaughter charge (gasps) for the death of an 18-year-old woman at a Florida Uh, hotel. Right? Turns out you were right to not like it. Uh Wow. Michael Troy Hutto was uh, being held without bond on Sunday in Jacksonville following uh, his arrest in connection with the death of 18-year-old Laura Grace Duncan, whose body was found Thursday at a Palm Beach County Hotel last Thursday. She had been shot. What? Uh, Hutton was arrested Friday in his hometown of Jacksonville. Uh, investigators have not said how they believe uh, Hutto, is, is, did I say Hutton? Hutto uh, is connected to Duncan's death or if they had a relationship. Uh, Duncan was from Lake City, a town Oof. 60 miles west of Jacksonville. Hutto and some friends started Salt Life in 2003, by the way. Uh, it's brand aimed at boaters, surfers, and fishermen who spend time on the ocean. Hutto is credited with coming up with the name Salt Life. Uh, the company issued a statement saying, though, he has not been involved with the company since he and his partner sold the business in 2013 for almost $40 million. Nice. So the guy had money. Sometimes uh, when you get money and you can realize your wildest fantasies, uh, things go south. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And there's, uh, I noticed another story this morning. I was going to. Another put, story's been noticed. I, I was going to put it in the bizarre file, um, but you know what? I'll do it here. It's because, the bizarre file. Because it's a, it's another uh, person who is involved in, in a death, and this one's messed up, man. So the Tampa Bay Rays first round draft pick, former Tampa Bay Rays first round draft pick, a guy named Brandon Martin, was convicted yesterday on three counts of murder. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. For using, and here's the the bit, the, the twist in it, a baseball bat to kill his father, his uncle, what? and a bystander. Oh, my God. So what? he beat three people to death. Yeah, this happened in 2015. Prosecutors are seeking the death penalty and sentencing phase of the 27-year-old's trial begins on Monday. Two days before the incident, Martin was admitted to a mental health emergency treatment facility in California for an evaluation after he'd made threats against his father. So after he was released from that... He went straight to his father's home, killed him, his uncle, and a security system technician who was there for an installation. Oh, man. Oh, my and God. And the poor guy beat him to death with baseball Wait, bat. Wait, when was he? Okay, so when was he a player? Like, when this happened? A good question. I don't really know. I know he was good enough to be a first-round draft pick. Brandon Martin, Jeez. Nick, I don't know. Do I don't know either. You know he, the name? He may have never made it to the bigs. He might have yeah. just been on practice squads or, well, uh, or minor league. 
Uh, clearly a depth okay. with a bat, though. Here we go. He uh, played three seasons in the organization before being released in early 2015. Yeah, so that sounds like he never made it to the bigs. Yeah, so he was, okay. Uh, he, he was a minor league player, but man. Beat wow. him to death with a baseball bat. That's particularly brutal. All right, we need some lighter things. Please yeah, notice, I did sir. notice. Come on, notice. It's I, Friday. No sad, bro. I, this is as super light as you can get. So I noticed this story, and I've also noticed a lot of stress in the world. All of us have, right? Yes. And stress and anxiety. Sucks. Been piling up. There's a therapist named uh, Micheline Malouf, and she uses her platform on TikTok. She has over 700,000 followers, by the way, to give tangible tips for combating adverse effects to our mental health. One key way to help is to use a baseball bat to beat yes, people. Yeah. No, that's not it at all. That's RBIs. Uh, no, <laughs> one key way to help with anxiety and stress is a technique called butterfly tapping. Yes. I tried it. I tried it too. I tried it. Yes. Or the butterfly hug. Yeah. Okay, before I tell you what it is, yeah. did it work? Did it work for Absolutely. you? It, it actually, so to me, yep. it did. It did. There is a. Okay. Um, All right. There, so I talk about this this concept of my of the watcher when I right. when I find myself getting wound up or carried away with something that I know is stupid. I have a more sane version of me in my mind, my watcher, who's basically. You know, is this what you want? Is this how you want to be? Mm-hmm. And I find that, like, even just like r- like rubbing my arm or just doing that is nice. This particular thing actually kind of works. The act of doing it in and of itself sets your mind at ease. Right, you are now doing something to calm yourself down actively. You're de- That's interesting. You're de- deliberately what? trying well, to calm yourself. I'm going to tell you. What is it? Calm down. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> and can I use my vibrator? <laughs> Which, by the way, Steve, I have uh, that other guy. I never thought to name him, though. The yes. Watcher. Right. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Mine, yeah. Mine's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other me. All right. So, anyhow, Kathy, here's what you do. Okay. You place your hands, palms down on your chest, interlocking your thumbs in the shape that resembles a butterfly. If you were going to do right, like right. a shadow puppet of mm-hmm. a bird or a butterfly, that's mm-hmm. what this would be. Or in uh, when they had the happy hands in, uh, what was that, uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> whatever they were. Anyway. Okay, yeah. All right, so anyhow, um, you do this palm down on your chest, interlocking your thumbs in the shape it resembles a butterfly. Then you slowly tap one hand after the other near your shoulders. Now, in the video that she did, she said she did a follow-up. She was tapping too quickly in the video because her hands... Her heart exploded. ...kept up with her words. You really, you have to find a quiet spot. You can't do it, you know, while you're on the radio or while you're thinking about a whole bunch of other stuff. You have to go in a room and, like, get away from people and do it. But it's 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 akin to me, Preston, where we've talked in the past about breathing exercises before before bed. You know, the, the, yeah. uh, the, numbers, yeah. the number exercise that you guys have talked about where it helps you fall asleep. This thing, and, and Steve, I agree with you 100%, it's the act of doing it. It's not necessarily this particular act, but you taking the time to do something like this and devoting a little bit of time and energy to getting out of your head to stop thinking about other stuff. To just distract. And also, they say what benefits, what is beneficial about this is that it's both halves of your body, basically. Right. Well, that's it. Yeah, so it's stimulation on both sides of the body. It's called a bilateral stimulation technique, and it helps us ground ourselves when we're feeling anxious or panicky or just need to calm down our bodies a little bit. All right, so the Apple Watch has this uh, breathing thing, right, that it tells you to stop and, and, and breathe, and you're supposed to, like, be mindful of your breaths. 
And it's a really, really good thing. It happens Your a couple of stinks. <laughs> it happens a couple of times a day. But the only problem for me is it always happens at a bad time. Like, I know. I'm like, like right I'm now. I'm like, not now. Yeah. Not now. <laughs> That's when you're supposed to. Yeah, wouldn't but, that be the perfect time to do hang it? Hang on, I gotta breathe. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like right. It would be like right now. We're in the middle of like me doing a, a, yeah. an amazing commercial for uh, BetRivers.com. But um, <laughs> there's also I've been watching CNN uh, all week, and there's this commercial that's really good. I don't even know what it's for, but you hear rain uh, and, and rain hitting leaves, and then so it, it grabs my attention. I look at it. Do you and, know? And it tells you to, like, just calm down and breathe for a second. It also tell you to step away from the news now and then, yes. too. Yeah. Well, it's just honestly. on in the background as I'm, right. you know, like. Put I, on uh, Gravity Falls. <laughs> right, Preston? Right, exactly. Get Today, away from the news. Two days in a row I've taken long walks. It's been gorgeous out. It's been great. And I've left my phone at home deliberately. You know, just turning off the news, turning off the phone, and getting the hell away from all of it. And I've, it's done a world of good. And real quick, Steve, the yeah, other thing I wanted to mention, I downloaded a new app. We've talked about mindful apps in the past. It's called Oak, like an oak tree. Uh, it's new to me. I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but it's really good. I find it very helpful. What is it? Do? What is it? Is it just it's just another mindfulness self. app. It's okay. like it's like calm. It's like breathe. You know, it's one of these things. Queef. Where, uh, it's not like queef, uh, but it's like uh, it, I find it effective and helpful in a difficult, stressful times. So there's and then that. there's that. All right, now start doing the butterfly movements. Okay. There, got one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So people, people also sometimes bristle at this stuff. And the truth of the matter is, is, as to Nick's point, when you're actively saying, "I want to feel better," "I want to reduce this stress," mm-hmm. you're taking the first step in getting there. So these little things, whether if, even if they seem dumb at first, take them out for a spin. Try it. Uh, she adds, "This helps by activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which enacts digestion and slows down your heart rate, among other functions." Uh, she further claimed in the comments that the technique itself comes from eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, or EMDR, typically used for treating trauma, and that though she is not formally trained in EMDR, uh, she has done it for herself. She does work for UPS. And she does DVDA. Uh, And butterfly tapping is soothing for her. Uh, She also said in the comments that if this technique does not work for you, you can simply try giving yourself a hug as well. Or stimulating your genitals. That helps. So this is going to sound weird, uh, but sometimes what I will do to try and calm me is I try to make sure that my teeth aren't touching. Right, that that my my jaw is not clenching. not clenching, yep. and okay. so I have to make a, and I haven't learned that anywhere. This is just something that I taught myself uh, because, and I remember I was driving one day, and and I was like, I felt really tense. I'm like, why are you clenching your jaw? Oh, and you realize and, you're in the back seat. <laughs> oh my god! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just something that I noticed. So I I will from time to time. Um, be mindful of my my jaw pressure, yeah. so to speak. If you don't clench your jaws, your John won't complain. That's you, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. So, well, that's good. If you if you can find if you can stumble across something on your own that helps, that's wonderful. But you, like Steve said, uh, take these things out for a spin, and you never know one I, of them might surprise you. I've benefited greatly from a a a non judgmental mental version of myself that that calms me down and it sounds weird but it's not 
So, uh, Casey, the app you were talking about is called Calm, uh, and that's the one that's being advertised on uh, CNN. Okay. And, and I've used that in the past. It's, it's uh, helpful and effective. And then, Preston, you mentioned EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization, desensitization yes. and reprocessing. Have yes. any of you guys ever tried it? No. My wife has done it, though. And I've done it in therapy. Yeah. And, uh, man, is it weird. And it's it the the science behind it is very um, mis- not understood. What do you do? It, it, so I've done the eye movement one, and it's it's a light bar. And it's almost like Steve, like um, uh, Close Encounters. Yep. These lights go back and forth, and uh, sometimes there are headphones involved, so you'll hear tones on one side and then a tone on another side. So it's very um, um, auditory or visionary. And so you sit there and you watch this thing or you listen to these things. There's different ways of doing it. Scientists and therapists don't quite know why it works, but you'll go over some trauma in your past. You'll discuss these things. And over time, it whittles these things. It m- removes them from your brain. My wife actually has a, 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 and you can buy them on Amazon. I mean, there, there are things that replicate this, and and um, she has one that she'll uh, that she's used periodically. And it, it's actually they used to have the equivalent of like um, like a sensory deprivation tanks, like uh, you know the, those those sort of places. But it was all this. Yeah. Where you'd go in, sit with the headset on, in a uh, in a sort of contemplative environment. And it may sound silly or trippy or weird, and it probably does sound like it's those things. But there there are positive effects for people with PTSD, and so it's something that maybe you you can explore on your own. And when you come out of it, and your wallet is missing, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have uh, my wife when we started doing uh, yoga, and we haven't done it in a while because you know the pandemic, obviously. But um, uh, Rochelle went out and bought those chakra bowls. Yeah, you know where you, oh, yeah, you roll yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. around. And- oh. Is that whole thing? It's calming. I don't know how to use those yet. I need to figure out. There, there are certain ones that are supposed to stimulate certain things. Mm-hmm. Can you just make life. that sound yourself? Instead of just... woo, 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 woo. Hey, honey. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. I'm going to pretend I'm a humpback whale. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so anyhow, try the butterfly tap. All right. All right. I noticed something else, too. There's oh. something else you can try. Oh, yeah. Uh, and... This could help uh, cure depression as well. A small study suggests taking just two doses of psilocybin, the hallucinogenic compound found in magic mushrooms, can reduce feelings of depression. Nice. Wow. What, what's an actual dose, though? Is so it either that, tap like a yourself or do shrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a, uh, just find a vein. Yeah. Eat it, an ounce of uh, mushrooms. No, I mean, I, I really, I don't, know I don't know what a dose was. Listen, it's uh, no secret. I uh, tried that stuff and college and fish concerts and stuff like that and and so the standard dose was like a half of an eighth or something like that right. but that's not scientific at all I only did mushrooms one time scared they, the hell out of you didn't it? well no i well i didn't have like a bad reaction to it but those things in general that the the lsd and stuff scared me i was like i i don't think i want to do that I don't yeah. think I want to do you make it. rash decisions like throwing away a home brewing kit that someone gave you <laughs> i mean come on out of love <laughs> What's legal now in Oregon, and I thought I think also in Colorado, uh, psilocybin, and so legal or decriminalized? No, legal, legally, yeah. Oregon's flat out legalized it, and so um, uh, Casey, you're reading that book, uh, How to Change Your Mind. I'm listening to it, listening to it. <laughs> um, but uh, there are, again, talk to your doctor, talk to somebody who yeah. can help you. But there are uh, there are benefits for some people with things like PTSD. A team from uh, John Hopkins Medicine found that uh, two thirds of patients in a it's, it was a small study, twenty three people. Uh, saw a 71% reduction in symptoms such as sadness and pessimism and at the four-week follow-up as well. Uh, Oregon became the first state in the country to legalize, there you go, 
uh, psilocybin after voting to decriminalize the use of magic mushrooms on Tuesday, November 3rd. Wow. Yeah, what I didn't know, Nick, uh, prior to listening to that book is that, and I'm I'm going to be uh, uh, inaccurate with this information, but essentially, like LSD. Why like should the, we change what we've been doing for <laughs> 22 right years? But essentially, the chemical compound that is LSD is derived, or it is at least a synthetic uh, mock-up or rendering of what psilocybin is. Okay. Um, and I could be wrong about that, but... Um, no, there's been care. stuff that's it, been uh, replicated in, in labs over the years uh, to try to um, reproduce the effects that are found in nature. I'm going to go to uh, Jeff, who uh, microdoses mushrooms. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, man? Good. Can you hear me all, all right? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Good. I'm all the way out here in the burbs. <laughs> it's tough to get a connection there. I, yeah. there, I understand, Jeff. Uh, so you do this um, on your own, or do you do this with the assistance of, uh, of medical professionals? I do it on my own because of the whole uh, legality surrounding it, but I've been yep. clinically diagnosed um, bipolar and with severe depressive disorder. Wow. Um, I've been on and off a gambit of pharmaceuticals, and nothing ever worked for me. So I heard about a guy named Paul Stametz who actually developed a psilocybin microdosing protocol. And I'm essentially taking one-tenth of a gram uh, three days in a row, then two days off. And I actually pair it with um, lion's mane mushroom and niacin. And it has been a literal lifesaver for me. Wow, a complete game changer. I don't mean that hyperbically at all either. Like, I, I don't think I would be here talking to you right now. If I hadn't started doing that, so let me ask you this, and that's that's great news, Jeff. Do you, do you uh, so would, you're not you're not in any sort of um, out of it state, any sort of trippy type? Um, Nothing at all. No, and I've I've done the the whole macro dose with it as well to achieve those effects, and it's not even a slight intoxication. Like to compare it, if you were to do a shot of alcohol, even if you're a drinker, you might feel the effects of that one shot. With this, you don't feel the slightest inebriation. Wow. Well, that sounds that sounds interesting. Good yeah. for you, man. That's fantastic. And you how, were, how long how long have you been doing this, Jeff? I've been doing it for about six months now. Okay. All right. Well, well, it sounds like there 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 are aspects of this that um, have applications for people. You say you were severely bouts of severe depression. Yes. Um, Thoughts. I did not get into too many details, but it was bad, and I. I have a therapist that I see regularly who supports this, and um, she can't uh, exactly recommend it because right. licensing and all of that, but right. it's definitely something where uh, she hasn't encouraged that I stop doing. Okay. All right. Well, good for you, man. That's uh, that's excellent news. Jeff, thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care, bud. Um, hang on a couple more calls. I'm going to go to Victor. Hi, Victor. Good morning. Morning. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Um, so I'm familiar with the EMDR and the uh, microdosing. All right. And you yourself did it for depression issues? Depression and uh, trauma, P- PTSD. Okay. And how has that worked out for you? Fantastic. Uh, Paul Famous, uh, the man just mentioned him. Um, I use his protocol. I do a half a gram, um, five on, two off uh, days. And with the EMDR, it takes you back to your trauma, where at the time of your trauma, you have either a fight or flight um, response. Yes. And um, 
so if in my case I was young and I didn't know how to process it, mm-hmm. so it takes you back there and it helps you process it in a more uh, healthy manner. Victor, okay. um, and you don't have to answer this, but what was the the nature of your of your trauma? Do you, can you reveal that? It's okay if yeah, you don't yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was physical and mental abuse by a parent. Okay. okay. Um, and, and and so you you feel you've made good strides with this, huh? Absolutely. Um, it's it's very. It takes you right back there, and you can have some real bad days in the beginning. Yeah. But as you continue uh, with the EMDR, it it gets easier to process. It it helps to erode the trauma. Yes, absolutely. Victor, when you did it, was it light therapy or audio or both? It was light. Okay. Uh, so it was the ball. Um, I'm because I have to do it through Zoom because of COVID. But um, there's a computer program where my therapist puts a ball and it goes back and forth. And she takes me back to the place where the trauma's happened hmm. and uh, helps me process it. Hey, Victor, does insurance cover stuff like that? Uh, I'm paying out of pocket and I'm getting ready to submit my bills and I will find out shortly. <laughs> okay, well, good All luck. Right. Good yeah. luck, man. Thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. And happy to hear Thank that you. you're on the road to recovery, buddy. Thanks, man. All right, take care. Wow. Love you. That's interesting. A powerful noticer. That's it. This is a very powerful episode. Yes. Um, all right. Well, we can't end on something too heavy. No. Okay. So all we're gonna right. we're going to go back to Scott. Disick? Thank you for the calls. By the way, yes. Uh, ben was checking in. LSD and uh, psilocybin are completely different, is what he had to say about that. So, um, but l- just uh, one more quick thing, and we will wrap this up. So I did notice this. Um, the cruise industry, the cruise ship industry, yes, um, will resume sailing in the U.S. next year, but the CDC has recommended that people don't do it uh, for at least a little while. But what's interesting is that big cruise ships, I think from here on out, will no longer be allowed to stop in Key West, Florida. Wow. With residents voting yesterday to ban ships from docking that can carry more than 1,300 passengers. But they have that whole pier. They added a pier. Yeah, they added one as well. It used to be able to uh, house um, two cruise ships, and then they added, they extended it so they can house four. And uh, I've been to Key West many times over the years. I love it. I'm not trying to interrupt you, Preston. No, no, no. Please don't. You can tell when cruise ships are in town. Oh, yeah. Because there are are all of a sudden a million people there. Key West is a great place. And they have the Sunset Festival there every single night. it's very noticeable when there's at least one or two cruise ships in, mm. and quite frankly, having four really um, overran the town. However, it brought in a lot of dollars and, and benefited well, that's, the economy. Well, that's so the line. Yeah, that's the line you walk, Nick, yeah. because the same thing happens in, in Bermuda, and and so a lot of times, while they'll embrace the um, the econ- the economic boost. It becomes too much. Right. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. And this is why they voted. The residents voted for this wow. to, to be the rule. And then you also have the the aspect, which is kind of amazing to me, is that the cruise lines are reporting that they're getting booked up with anticipation for the, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, the second quarter of next year. There's mm-hmm. good deals to be found. Like for sure. really good deals. Uh, and it's that sort of blows my mind. But yeah, hey, look, well, the more people that are working, that's great. You're kind of betting on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. That maybe there will be, uh, if not a, a a vaccine, maybe there'll be something that can cure the symptoms and and so on. So and then um, there are the people who never wanted to stop in Key West in the first place. Right. I always <laughs> saw that as a negative. So they they also voted to limit the number of passengers that can disembark from ships to 1,500 per day total. So they 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 can't ships that have more than 1,300 passengers cannot dock there. 
and more than 1,500 people can't disembark from ships a day, which would be kind of interesting. Uh, Norwegian, Carnival, and Disney Cruise Line all made port uh, calls in Key West before uh, cruising in U.S. waters was suspended in March. Uh, so most of those ships will now be too large to dock there. So when you take the Disney, so the Disney Cruise, obviously, the, the would disembark out of? Well, the, there's a bunch of different ones. One of the Disney cruises goes out to that Disney island that yeah, they have right, in the Bahamas. Right, right. Some of them cruise around the Caribbean and go, go over to like Cozumel and Key West and stuff. Key West is um, uh, a cruise stop because people are able to go to other spots in the Caribbean from there or, or head over to um, like uh, the Yucatan Peninsula. That kind uh, of Disney, thing. I think, has now acquired Epstein Island. And <laughs> oh, yes. God. Bad idea. <laughs> uh, I, I have zero interest in doing going on a cruise except for... Uh, Ritz Carlton has this cruise line now, and it is not like a full-on cruise ship. I right. mean, it's basically like a, a Viking ship. No, it's like a yacht on steroids. I mean, you're definitely going to pay for it. Yeah, like uh, Gopher's really buff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's just a. Re- it's just less people. Yes. And I think yeah. um, that, that, those... probably more luxury too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I would do that. I would definitely spend the money on that. Where do I... they go, Case? Do you know? Key West. Well, <laughs> Key West. They go to Key West. Um, so yeah, they they look at that boat. Um, they have Caribbean. Um, Where's the go kart track? <laughs> they have Caribbean destinations. They have uh, Mediterranean des- okay. destinations. I believe they might even do like a transatlantic one. Nice. Mm. Okay. I said Atlantic. Atlantic. Whatever. It's uh, a different ocean. Uh, they found a new ocean. <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean. So anyhow, thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Key West. No more, uh, no more uh, big cruise ships uh, are going to be docked there as of uh, the vote that took place. So, all right. Anyhow, those are just a few things to notice. Thought to pass them along uh, to you. The collecting noticer. I've also noticed we got to take a break because we got to come back. We got to get to the bizarre file. We have guests who are going to be joining us uh, a little later on concerning the release. Yes, we have a calendar sorted this year. It's a President Steve Totally Office calendar poster, and we just announced that. And some of our favorites of all time are going to be featured on this. We couldn't do a big photo shoot this year, so we brought back some of our favorites. Brittany Taylor is one of them, and she will be joining us a little bit later on. And don't forget, you'll be able to get your President Steve Totally Office calendar poster only at the Camp Out for Hunger this year. Make plans for that because it starts a week from Monday. Yes, My it does. God. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We also have the battle of the self-proclaimed MCU experts after the Bizarre File. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. ACDC. Right. Royal Blood. Deftones. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, we're ready for the Bizarre File. Here it comes. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by God Shoals. All the bacon tastes 80% less fat. Make the switch to God Shoals Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at GodShoals.com. Two former eBay employees were indicted Tuesday by a grand jury on charges that they participated in a campaign to terrorize a Massachusetts couple that included threats and disturbing deliveries of things like live spiders sent to their home. This is a, yeah, you reported on this initially a while ago, right? I believe so. James Baugh, who was eBay's... Baugh. James Baugh. 
uh, eBay's senior director of safety and security, and David Harville, former director of global resiliency, were indicted on charges including stalking through interstate travel. They were among several former employees arrested in June in what authorities have described as a scheme to ruin the lives of a couple who ran a website that was critical of the company. Hmm. The five other employees have pled guilty in the case. We're going to destroy them. Authorities say the harassment campaign included anonymous deliveries of items like live insects, a funeral wreath, and a bloody pig face Halloween mask to their home. The employees also sent pornographic magazines with the husband's name on it to their neighbor's house. Well, there's a plus side here. Planned to break into the couple's garage to install a GPS device on their car. Wow. Prosecutors say Baugh held meetings to coordinate the scheme and direct Harville to go with him to Boston for an op targeting the couple. That's... That's crazy. Harville flew to Boston from California with a plan to surveil the couple and bought tools with the intention of breaking into the couple's garage, prosecutors say. Wow. Uh, planting a GPS device on their car? That's a going to over the crazy line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An Oklahoma City man allegedly went into an adult novelty store, exposed himself, and tried out a product that was on display at the time. Uh, Gilbert, <laughs> Gilbert Alex Cordeo. Uh, had uh, where are your butt plugs? Is being tried on charge of outraging public decency. Stacy Bowen, uh, detective, investigated an incident in decent exposure report. Bowen had spoke with the manager of Carly's, which is an adult novelty store. The detective obtained surveillance footage from the store. In the footage, Cordero walked up to a shelf, licked his fingers on one hand, oh, no. and used that hand to expose himself. He then licked the fingers of his other hand and proceeded to use a piece of, piece of merchandise designed for self-gratification. So he grabbed, like, a flashlight and started banging it there. I assume they don't have try-on rooms, right? At uh, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sex Cord- toy store. Cordero then placed the merchandise back on the shelf he got it from and walked away. Mm, I didn't think much of it. A story a store employee told Boeing that she was watching Cordero through store surveillance and sounded the store alarm when she saw Cordero use the product on himself. Nothing today? No, it, it wasn't very good. Uh, she said after she hit the alarm, he stopped what he was doing and walked away. The employee told Boeing that she recognized Cordero as someone who previously submitted a job application <laughs> at the store. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, he might, he, we'll get back to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. We like that you're enthusiastic about the product <laughs> one. Yep. Uh, a notorious Metro Vancouver COVID-19 conspiracy theorist has been charged with breaking mandatory quarantine after returning from a flat earth conference in the U.S. Mac Parhar. Is charged. Parhar? Parhar uh, is charged with three counts of breaking the Canadian Quarantine Act and made his first appearance in court on Tuesday. Parhar recently traveled to Greenville, South Carolina for an event called Flattoberfest 2020, a gathering of conspiracy theorists who believe that the earth is flat. Look, I I don't believe that for a second, but Flattoberfest sounds kind of fun. It does sound like (laughs) it might be kind of good, right? Uh, Farhar made an appearance at a rally in front of a Vancouver Art Gallery on Sunday and bragged about breaking the mandatory 14-day self-isolation period upon his return to Canada. He said, I'm not going to put myself in prison because I'm a free man with God-given rights. So next Flattoberfest, let's get a food truck and go there and outside of the venue sell flatbread pizzas. We could do that. That's smart. 
In his rambling speech at the art gallery, Parhar bragged about uh, taking off his face mask on planes to and from the U.S. and about refusing to fill out federal government quarantine forms when he landed at Vancouver International Airport. He claimed a border agent was rattled by his suggestion that the Quarantine Act does not apply to him and said he told them he was not legally a traveler or a person under the law. Oh, he's not even a person. He's not. The claim that he's not legally a person lines up with yet another conspiracy theory, the, quote, natural person argument (laughs) used by certain tax evaders who say only artificial persons need to pay taxes or obtain a license to drive. The argument has been rejected over and over again in Canadian courts. Not only that, I, I try these six toys right in the shop. Uh, Parhar also spoke in Sunday's speech about police visiting his house on multiple occasions over the weekend to fine him for breaking quarantine and mocked an officer who revealed a relative had recently died of COVID-19. He said, people don't die of COVID-19 because you guys already know this. COVID doesn't exist. Uh, he told it to his supporters. By the way, his next appearance, and, and this all was caught on video, so this idiot was doing it in public, and he's busted. So he's going to court on the 16th. By the way, the maximum penalty for a summary conviction under the Quarantine Act is $300,000 and or imprisonment for up to six months. Wow. If the crowd proceeds with an indictment reserved for the most serious offenses, a convicted person could face up to a million-dollar fine and up to three years in prison. Does that so, apply to a non-human, though? Uh, you know what? That might be a technicality. I'm not really sure. A good lawyer can get him off on that. One last story, and then we will wrap it up. Wilbur, a French bulldog, won the race for mayor Tuesday in the <laughs> town of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. Well... The Bulldog picked up 13,143 votes, unseating the the incumbent, uh, Brenneth Paltrow. Uh, Jack Rabbit, the Beagle, and Poppy, the Golden Retriever, finished in second and third place, respectively, and will both serve as Rabbit Hash ambassadors alongside Ladystone. I guess uh, that's another dog. Uh, the town has had canine mares since 1998, by the oh, way. So it's just one of those things that they do. And oddly and enough, uh, they're not the only town with mares that lick their own asses. I would <laughs> not doubt it. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we're getting ready for the head-to-head challenge. We love this Crazy. stuff. Yes, we do. Uh, being fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and going over the the questions sent lovingly by Craig Legans of the comic book gurus and vetted by his co-host, rock star Rob, I don't know how many of these I would have gotten right or not because the answers were already right there, and I tried to answer a few yeah. by covering them up. They are they're for the super fan. They're they're perfect, and that's what we want. And yep. this is about bragging rights. Of course, we have the uh, the, the the gauntlet, uh, the uh, which is a, a cool prize to give away as well. But I'll be curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. I'll introduce you to them, read their stories, and we'll get the contest underway. And if you're into the MCU, you want to stay close because you might do pretty good at yeah. this stuff too. We'll see. All right, be back in a moment. Love MMR. Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Steven Singer Jewelers has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, plus fast, free, and safe shipping. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
This will be our second run at this contest. We did the first one with the Rocky franchise. You were less than thrilled with what you put together, and everyone else thought it worked really well. So I'm excited about this one. Well, I made a mistake. I like these things to go flawlessly if possible, but we're us. Yeah, Uh, but here's the beauty this time. We can blame other people. We can, especially for the questions. But Casey and I have worked very diligently to have the proper... Uh, atmosphere. So we have all these musical accompaniments ready to go. Let's hope they work. You guys ready to get started? I'm ready. We have our contestants on standby. We got everything in place. Let's begin. Preston and Steve present Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts. This time around, we decided to dive deep into the very dense world of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We ask contestants to email in and tell us why they deem themselves an expert. We got tons of great ones, and it was hard to narrow them down, but we have to come up with two people, and that's exactly what we did. I'm going to read you their submissions. We're going to start with this one. This email begins by saying, There is no one, no one that knows more about the movies than me, and this is my time to shine. Movie marathons before Endgame? Too easy. Quizzo night on the movies? Way too easy. I win all the rounds. I created an entire backyard movie theater to watch Infinity Wars by a new fire pit. My son was born April 27th, 2019. One day after Iron Man brought Thanos to an end, so we named him Tony Stark. (laughs) Wow. From owning the collectibles to entire Blu-ray sets, there's nothing that can get past me. From the northeast of Philadelphia, please welcome Mr. Chuck Carr. Good morning, Chuck. How you doing, bud? Fantastic, sir. Ready to go, ready to go. Excellent. Listen, you know what really drew me to... You as a contestant was your absolute confidence in the email. Tell me about that confidence. Where where does it come from? Is it just because you've seen these so many times, or is it a deeper thing? Uh, I'm known as the movie guy. Uh, if there's anything kind of said about a movie, I know what movie it is. I, I fired off lightning fast. So I'm the guy that everybody goes to with their questions. Um, yes, that was it. I mean, okay. uh, I'm... I'm Serious love with the Marvel franchise. As you can see from the picture, I've got all the collectibles. Um, yeah. All right. Let me ask you a quick question, Chuck. Do you, uh, is it uh, expressly the um, the movies, or are you a comic book person as well? Not very comic book savvy. Uh, yeah. I'm the movie guy. Okay. okay. We are right. perfect well, for this contest. That's exactly it. All right. Let's meet our next contestant by reading his email. This one says, I've been in a comic since age nine, casually, but fell hard into the MCU after seeing Iron Man in theaters. Staying for the first end credit scene, seeing Sam Jackson come out with a patch on his eye, knowing he was Nick Fury, it was a dream come true. I've seen every movie a minimum ten times. Not only do the comics stick close to the original stories, but the actors and actresses chosen really show the emotional weight and toll. I am the de facto what the hell is this Marvel movie slash story person for all my group of friends and social media <laughs> friends, too? I love everything about these movies and study the intricate details of every one. 
whether it be the dichotomy of Bucky's fall in Cap 1 versus Cap's fall in Winter Soldier, Tony's P- PTSD from what he's seen as a fe- and feeling he needs to be the protector of the world or the absolute emotion of Wanda killing Vision in Infinity War as he mouths, I love you, as he dies. I've got it all. In fact... An android and enhanced witch falling in love sounds odd to most people, but amazes me with both comic accuracy and perfect execution in cinema. I don't doubt there are others that know what I know, but truly feel my knowledge and competitive nature would make me a great contestant. (sighs) To quote a great man, if the animals can find the strength, why can't we? From Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Please welcome to the show, Mr. T.J. Watson. T.J., good morning. Good morning. Oh, what cool air. Oh. <laughs> That's right. All right, how are we feeling today, T.J.? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty confident. Got a lot of grilled questions over the last couple of days, so I feel I'm prepared. Has, okay. has somebody been testing you, or did you just kind of dig on your own? Just digging on my own a little bit and uh, working with uh, my friend Jimmy and Paul a little bit, really grilling me, getting me prepared for this. So I okay. feel I'm ready. So this consumes your life. You, uh, you're you you're immersed in the world, and, you, and you've and seen the movies, you said, each ten times in the theaters? Uh, at minimum. I, at yeah, minimum. Okay. Uh, All right. I, I, I don't think I should tell my family and friends how much I've spent on seeing the movies and all of the <laughs> crap that I own from the movie. No, I understand that. Okay. So here's how it's going to work, guys. This is how the format of this contest plays out. I'm going to ask a question. You will have that chance to buzz in. Now, normally we'd have you here in the studio buzzing in with actual buzzers, but we're not able to do that now. So you're on the phone line. So in order to buzz in, you're going to have to say your own name. Whomever we hear say their name first will get a shot at answering the question. If you get it right, you get the points awarded, depending on what round we're in, and I'll explain that in a moment. If you get it wrong, your competitor can answer the question. Now, think about before you buzz in, because if you buzz in too early before I finish the question, I'm going to stop right where I am, and you might miss out on an important clue. Uh, We can do a test run here and let you try out one to see how buzzing in is going to work if you guys want to do that. So let me ask you a, a, a test question and you tell me, you buzz in if you know the answer, and this will, won't count as any points, okay? You guys ready? Yep. Okay. Who is Tony Stark's assistant? TJ. Yeah. All right, so I heard TJ first. So TJ would get to answer. TJ, what's the answer? That is Jarvis. Jarvis is uh, would yeah, be one of them. That's yeah. his artificial right. assistant. I was going uh, for happy, but anyway. Okay. It's all good. That that one doesn't count. The other questions are better than that. Yes. You're, you're better, better than, than that. that. <laughs> Which is true. So You're better than that. Thank you, Rock. You were here for the first one. All right. So the first round, each point, each question is going to be worth one point. Second round, each question is going to be worth two points. Third round, each question is worth five points. Points. The most points at the end will win. If we have a tie, I do have a tiebreaker question. And whoever is the champion can go into the bonus round if they choose to do so. And we really have to thank Craig Legans. We have to thank Rockstar Rob. we got to thank the comic book gurus and the, the entire podcast. These guys are just a wealth of knowledge. And we also need to thank Farpoint Toys and Collectibles in Mays Landing, New Jersey. They have given us the Infinity Gauntlet, which will be the prize. And we're going to have the information. It's an incredible store. you got to check it out. Check all the information. It's going to be on PrestonSteve.com. Vintage toys, comic books, video games, pop culture collectibles. They're also a museum that will impress everyone from the most hardcore collector to someone who wants to remember 
their childhood. Uh, they are closed due to COVID right now, uh, but you can check them out at Fairpoint Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. What? They do a live um, video live stream uh, claim sale on their Facebook page every Sunday at 5 p.m. That's nice. cool. Excellent. All right. Let's get this underway. All right, gentlemen, get your signaling buttons ready or just get ready to say your name. <laughs> That's how this works. Here is question. Is this our proper music? Yeah, no. Is. Let's get our proper music going here. Here is round number one. First question. <sighs> Who is Johan Schmidt? Chuck. Peter. All right. Chuck gets to answer. Chuck, what is Red he in? Red Skull. Red Skull is correct. Yes. That is one four. Chuck, and Nick, you're keeping score. Yes, sir. All right. Next question. When Black Panther briefly had possession of the Infinity Gauntlet, whom did he pass it to? Chuck, he's it. All right, I heard Chuck first. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is correct! Nice. That's two for Chuck. Next question. Finish this Captain America line. Get hurt, hurt him back. Get killed... TJ. TJ, what's the answer? Get back up. Incorrect. All right, that means that, Chuck, you can answer if you want, or we can move on to the next question. Move on. I, I watched it. I don't remember it. It's in six. All right, the answer is, it goes get hurt, hurt him back, get killed, walk it off. <laughs> Pretty classic line. That's a great line. All right, final question in round one. Here we go. And I this is my favorite. this could be my favorite question of all of them. What ice cream restaurant always? Chuck. All right, Chuck. Basket Robbins. That's correct. Yes. Wow. Basket Robbins always finds out. That's from Ant-Man, by the way. Nice job. <laughs> That's round number one. Nick, what's the score so far? Chuck with three. TJ with a big fat goose egg. Ah, uh, well, you can turn it around. You can because the point totals will increase as we move on to the next round. So here we go with round number two. Two-point questions. When S.H.I.E.L.D. first located Loki, what country was he in? Chuck. Chuck, what's your answer? Germany. Germany is correct. That's two points for Chuck. Next question. On the worst day of Peter Quill's life, when his mother died and within minutes he was abducted by aliens, what year was it? Chuck. I heard Chuck. Chuck? Chuck? 1994, I'm going to say. Incorrect. That means that TJ gets to answer the question. TJ? 1988. That is correct. TJ's on the board. And the point totals keep going up, so let's see what's next. All right. This next question is from Thor Ragnarok. Thor could not access the Quinjet under his own name. He had to access... Point break. TJ, I'm sorry. Hold on. TJ, before you answer, I have to acknowledge you, okay? So what was the answer? Uh, Point break. That is absolutely correct. Yep. TJ got it. So, yes, it was uh, to finish the question. Under his own name, he had to access it under the code name that Tony Stark used for him. What was that name? And it was indeed (laughs) Point Break. Last question from round number two. Last two-point question. Here we go. Carol Danvers' best friend, Monica Rambo, is nicknamed what? TJ. I heard Hold Chuck on. I heard Chuck yeah. as I was speaking. Chuck? Lieutenant Trouble. 
That is, what was it again? Uh, uh, what did you just say? You need to repeat what Lieutenant, you just said. Lieutenant Trouble. That is incorrect. Oh. TJ, do you want to answer? Uh, I will. It's Photon, but I believe Monica Rambeau is Lieutenant Trouble because she's the little girl. Maria Rambeau is the best friend in the movie. Uh, All right, hang on. <laughs> say that again? Uh, Photon is the name of her from the comic book. Maria is the older one. I think you said Monica. Monica is the little girl that would be Lieutenant Trouble. Uh oh. Don't worry, Preston. Someone else did. It. I know, but we still have to make a We still got to make a judgment call on this. Yeah. Just well, he got it right. I mean, if, if you're asking the question and the intent of the question is Photon, he knew that. He got it no, right. But, but he's but. questioning whether that's a correct answer or not. No, yeah. no. Photon is correct. She is, she is Photon. Maria Rambo is Photon. Okay. Uh, Monica Rambo is the little girl who is Lieutenant Trouble, nicknamed in the Captain Marvel movie. Which is what Chuck said. Which is what Chuck said, and I asked Monica Rambo. So but you also Chuck said t- best friend. Mm. Yeah, but you said best friend. That's that's what threw it off. A little I think bit. we need to throw out this. Can question. we just throw it out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we I can. I, I apologize, We're guys. There's no ones. That's we, no. This happens. Or we can give them each two points. Same difference, yeah, right? Same difference. Of- yep. Um. Ah, damn it, son oh, of a I bitch! Got- it was going so well. All right, you know what? Okay. Instead of that question, fortunately, I set aside a couple of extras here. So we'll ask this as the final two-point question. Okay. That question is null and void. Trust me, these guys will know the answer to this one. All right, here we go. Which Infinity Stone is in the Tesseract? Chuck. I heard Chuck. I heard Chuck as well. Chuck, your answer? Space. What? The Space Stone. The Space Stone, yes, that is correct, Chuck. All right. So that ends the two-point round questions. We move on to the third round. And these are the biggies. These are the ones that are worth five points each. Nick, what is the score so far? After two rounds, Chuck is still in the lead. Uh, he has seven. TJ has four. Seven to four. So it's still neck and neck. This yeah, could go anything can happen. anywhere. Five-point questions. Let's begin. What is Drax's daughter's name? These are the most difficult. TJ. TJ, what is the answer? Gamar- Gamaria? Gamaria? Gamaria is correct. Yes, absolutely correct. Wow. Sorry, that was TJ? That was TJ. Okay. Five points for TJ. Remember, these are the most difficult questions that we have. Next question. From Spider-Man, Far From Home. What initials are on Peter Parker's suitcase? I need the actual letters. All right, let's go to Chuck for the answer. P J P. That is incorrect. Sorry. Uh, so TJ, you can with, wait. Was that, that was Chuck, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, TJ, you can take a stab at it if, if you like. You can even guess. I I think it's B L T. It's Ben. It's Uncle Ben's suitcase. It's who he has. But you I said don't know the middle B- I'm going to go B L T. You are so close. It's boy Ellison Larry. Yeah. No. It's, you're very close, but it's B, F as in Frank, and P. It stood for Benjamin Franklin Parker. Uh, All right, so we got two questions left. Uh, Nick, the score, please. Uh, currently, TJ is in the lead because he's gotten one in this in this round correct, so he is up 9-7. to 9-7, seven. to seven, a two-point lead so far. All right, here's your next question. I love this one. This is my favorite of the five-point questions. When Stephen Strange is accepted into the Ancient One's home... Mordo hands him a piece of paper. That's... TJ, TJ. TJ, what's the answer? Shambala. He's correct. Whoa! 
I think it's pronounced Shambhala, but that is exactly Shambhala. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a piece of paper that Strange thinks is a mantra. It's actually the Wi-Fi password, <laughs> and it's Shambhala or it's Shambhala. I could see you pronouncing it that way. All right, score, please, Nick. 14 to 7, TJ. 14 to 7? Mm-hmm. It looks like TJ's our winner. Yes. Because well. we only have five points left. You want to ask it anyway? We're going to ask it anyway. Here we go. Last question. Exactly how many possible outcomes did Dr. Strange see in the upcoming... TJ, TJ. TJ, what's the answer? 14,605. TJ is the winner! TJ did it. I thought this was Chuck's game the whole way. Yeah, absolutely. Came out of the gate strong. Once you get to the difficult five-point questions... It changes its complexion. Wow, Chuck, you played a hell of a game, sir. I'm sorry that you weren't able to pull it off. Hey, I would like to go to the tape, and I chimed in first, I would like to say, for point break. You want to go to the tape? I would love to go to the tape on that one. But uh, no, it was I will go great. to the tape. No, we're not going to go to the tape. We're, we're done with this, but I we, we can only go by what we all heard here, yeah. and we all kind of, yep, we all agreed on that. But nonetheless... You played a great game, Chuck. We appreciate it. You are indeed formidable, but unfortunately not the champion. But congratulations on a job well done, okay? I guess uh, I'm, I'm just not the hero type. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Very nice well done. Play. All right, Chuck, hang on the line. Uh, and that means that we have TJ is officially our self-proclaimed expert and champion of the game. You uh, have got yourself maybe the Infinity Gauntlet from Farpoint Collectibles and uh, Toys and Collectibles in Mays uh, Landing, New Jersey. But I'm telling you what, TJ, you have a chance to push it beyond the limits and go to the bonus round if you want to. And the way that works is I'll ask you one question. If you can answer it, we'll give you $100 on top of the Infinity Gauntlet. But if you get it wrong... You don't get anything. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's go for it. He's going to go for He's it. He's a gambling right. man. All right. Just the way they gamble in the Avengers. Okay. We're going to ask <laughs> one last question. I have a number of them that I could go to. Mm. Oh, man. These are oh. all really good. Which one do you like here, Case? Uh, well. There's this one that I asked you guys uh, off air. Because I want him to win, I kind of want you to do that one. You want him to win. Okay. But yeah. nonetheless, I think these are all equally difficult. But I, I I like that question I had asked you guys. So let's go with this. All right. TJ, I will need your answer within five seconds, okay? Okay. All right. Here's your question. From Captain America Winter Soldier. After Sam tells Steve Rogers about Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man, Steve says, I'll put it on the list. Name at least one other thing on the list. Uh, my favorite one, uh, Berlin Wall Up and Down. That is exactly wow. correct. <laughs> that is right, my man. Wow. And we have got for you, TJ, not only the Infinity Gauntlet, courtesy of Penelope, Justin, and Frank at Farpoint Toys and Collectibles in Mays Landing, New Jersey. But we're also going to give you $100 on top of it. Nice job, Nice, TJ. nice, nice. Do you mind if I, got, if I do a dedication real quick? Please. Um, my buddy Jeff, I hope Joe Quinn gets back to you with the email. My nephew Logan, my son Jackson, uh, and my uh, my late wife Elena, who uh, who passed away from leukemia last year. Uh-huh. Uh, she's seen most of the movies, movies with me. 
Uh, and it, it really holds a lot of uh, weight for me that it brings back a lot of good memories. So oh, wow, that's dedicated to her. Um, and I'd like to take that hundred dollars and da- donate to the camp out. Hey! Oh, that's Look at you! Thank wow, you, man. man. Wow, that's outstanding. All right, TJ, you're a champion. Congratulations, my man. Hang on, we'll Thank get your you information. Thank you very much, guys. You rock. Have yourself a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. TJ has done it. He is the winner of the second nice. battle of the self-proclaimed experts, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That was awesome. That it was. was. I mean, you know. Um, the questions were great. Again, thanks to the comic book gurus, Craig Legans and Rockstar Rob. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, it also it makes you want to go watch them again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I want to go watch um, the one that I haven't spent enough time with. I think I only watched it one time is Captain Marvel. I, I want to go back and see it again because I did enjoy that, and I, I want to dive a little bit more into that. For me, I, I think, Preston, it got better on the second viewing. And okay. I, I enjoyed it the first time. I appreciate it more once you know where it falls in the storyline. Yep. I just, I dig the music in that one. Um, I yes, think... Uh, it's all, uh, all 90s All like the 90s music groups. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And girl groups yeah. as well. Yeah, I yep. forgot about that. Uh, Press, I got a question for you. Yeah. Name me one of the Avengers Ben and Jerry flavors. In, is it from the movie? It's from the movie from Infinity War, the very beginning. Oh, man. As I, they're in Doctor Strange's mm, house. I don't remember. I don't Hulk. remember any. Steve, do you know any? No, I do not. Yeah. Hulka, Hulka, Burnham Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe the other one was Stark Raving Nuts. Oh, that's great. Yes. Now, that is a, that's a type there of question. There we go. That's yeah. By question. the way, Casey, off air, I tested him on these, Steve. He knew every single one of except for one. I didn't know the Shambhala. There was another one. Oh, oh I couldn't get Kamalia. the Kamalia. You, you were, you, you called her Kamalia. Yes. Uh, so it was really, really close. But, you, dude, you've got the goods. I did not know you were as uh, well-versed in this as you are. So. I, so I watch these movies a lot of times as I'm going to bed. You know, <laughs> you, it's, you, it's you, just, he does, yeah. yeah. Here, here are two questions that weren't used. Okay. All right, let's try this one. And I th- these, these were the really tough ones from uh, – yeah, I already did show you this. These are really tough ones from uh, Craig Legans. What was Steve Rogers in, in Captain America Winter Soldier? What was Steve Rogers' height or weight pre-serum? You know? I do, I do. Oh, you do? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, you I, I, I saw it already, oh. yes. A- anybody? Uh, a guess, a 5'5", five, five, 140 pounds. You're you're around it. He was 5'4", and 95 pounds. Okay. He's yeah. itty-bitty. All right, and then the last one, what high school does Peter Parker attend in Spider-Man Homecoming? I wouldn't have known this. Anybody? It's like uh, something with the word Queens in the title? No. Bachman Turner Overdrive? Yes! Yeah! No. Is it... It's cheesesteak. <laughs> no. It is the Midtown School of Science and Technology. Uh, I didn't that's know right. He, I didn't know he went to a technology, a science and technology school. I would have said Midvale School for the Gifted. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait. Push-pull. That's from uh, Far Gary Larson, Far right? Side, yeah. yeah. Farside. Wait, in which movie does he... And you said Homecoming? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember they go to the prom and everything? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe... It's, no, the Homecoming. Day, He's I just guess. in different <laughs> high schools and different uh, Spider-Man movies over the years. The to- uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I got confused. All righty. Well, listen, uh, thanks for playing along. Hopefully you enjoyed that. And uh, we will do another one in the next couple of weeks, I would imagine. I so. love it. I love it. As and you can imagine. As you can imagine. Uh, we'll get to that. In fact, as you can imagine. we're going to have him on uh, next when we return. Okay. Intern Ben is Ant-Man. checking in with something. <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. So make sure that you stay with us. 
That's new. Glad you asked. Lift me up. Low Cut Connie. Lift me up. Lift me up. Through the sun. Hey. Bush. This is the dawn and this is the kingdom. Avatar. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. You know, we're going to do a, a little charity plug here. Or no, no, we're not. No. I saw the wrong name up there. But it is in a way. You know, I guess so. Cause if you stop and think about it's it. It's in conjunction with the uh, totally, or with the uh, Camp Up for Hunger this year. Uh, people have been asking for a while now, sending emails, what's up with the calendar? What's up with the calendar? You guys doing a calendar? What's going on? You, you never really heard us do a solicitation for calendar girls this year. Obviously, pandemic. Photo shoots and things like that involve a lot of people. So it was just going to be too much to try and pull it off this year. But we didn't want to leave you empty-handed. So we come up with an idea to create a new product. And we made the announcement earlier this morning that we are doing the Preston and Steve 2021 Totally Office Calendar Poster. Okay, so this is a one-sheet wall poster. And it has got 12 beautiful ladies from calendars of years past on there. And it's it's great. It's it fantastic. looks great. So we went through and we made the difficult decision, as we always do, trying to narrow down who was going to be in the calendar. And we came to some agreements. And sure enough, we found 12 women who uh, wonderfully represent the Preston Steve Totally Office calendar throughout the year. Some of them have been in the calendar multiple times, which I believe our next contestant, our next uh, <laughs> guest has. She's not a contestant. No! What am I talking about she's here? She's playing the game of life. Uh, she is, and she's winning, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You'll be able to get the uh, Totally Office calendar at the Camp Out for Hunger or a food donation. We're giving them away for free, so it is a calendar, and we would like to welcome to the show this morning and bring back into your world the lovely Brittany Taylor. Yeah. Good morning, Brittany. Are like contestant, I go. What am I? What am I competing for? <laughs> You're gaming, man. Yeah. You're a competitor. Yeah. No, um, Brittany, when did when to, what years were you in our calendar? Because you you made multiple appearances. I think it was 09 and 15. So, like, this is just around the time where I would have to, like, pop back in again. Like, I'm hoping when I'm 50, you guys will, like, have to yeah. oh, uh, there's it's, it's a done deal. Yes. I, you know, we we first, in the first uh, time uh, that we encountered you, we said there's just, there's just no way we can't have you in the in the calendar. It's got to be a part of the deal. But also, you've always been super cool and, and fun to work with. And, uh, you know, your, your whole story, just to watch you go through your life and achieve the things you've achieved has been really awesome. Man, Steve, I need you in my life every day. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so that 2009 calendar, listen, we've had loads of great calendars, but that is, I think that's All the time. most legendary yeah. one. That was, that was when Kathy texted me and she said, hey, do you care if we use the photo? I go, can you, can you maybe not use the, the, old, the old, old one? Because that's a little like, <laughs> I don't look like that anymore. <laughs> so I'm not that shut up uh so uh, it was it was lauren harris's idea who came to us because she had been in every calendar up to that point yeah. and she's like hey i have an idea why don't we get more naked in this one and we're like well that's a brilliant idea <laughs> we were and, furious and Brittany, were you 18 when you that did sounds like a, i said that sounds like a competition i'm gonna get the most naked <laughs> were, were you 18 or 19 i think when you I- I think I just turned 18. And that's when we we had just met Brittany. And I remember being Uh, upstairs at Mad River with her. And I was uh like, oh, she's just wrapped in white fur. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Not even wrapped, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's it's it was a different time. It but, was uh, yeah, because yeah. when when the the yeah. first day of shooting and the first person I saw came in was Megan, mm-hmm. uh, who is in this yeah. calendar as well. She's in the, our poster. <sighs> And the only thing she was wearing was a guitar. And and, and I got to tell you, and she like, wasn't even wearing it. She was just holding it. Preston, over the years, you have proven your your friendship to me time and time again. And and that particular day and that particular moment was um, probably the best thing you've ever done for me okay. in my life. I was I was in the parking lot. Might have been having a cigarette at the time. Whatever. Either way. <laughs> You were like, dude, you need to get in get here in right here. now. Uh-huh. And I did, and I thank you forever. <laughs> no problem. So she has returned as well. And uh but but Brittany, have you have you had a chance to see the the layout of it yet? Yes, Kathy sent it to me. it is it is awesome. And I'm gonna take it as, you know, because I'm in the center, I'll just be like, I'm the cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, why not? Yes. Uh, uh, but you, now, you know, go ahead. I, I didn't mention up, I'll be right in front. <laughs> I, I apologize, I didn't mention that uh, you may have seen Brittany on Very Cavallari, the television show that uh, Steve watches every single episode of. Well, right. it's gone away. Yeah. I hope it comes back. Yeah. I mean it w- would it be so ridiculous to request a, a Britney show? Uh, you know, let's uh, Oh, that would be great. Well, I am- Speaking of which, I am. I just started my own Twitch channel because in in true fashion, Steve, I went back to being like, what do I like doing that's not so crazy, dramatic, and girly? Oh, gaming. So I'm back to gaming online, which is really cool. By the way, when we first met you, Brittany, you were going to school to code for games. Yeah, yeah. So I like, I you know, and now, I mean, it's full circle. I still do a lot of IT work. I mean, I'm the director of IT as a business, but it's not as, I guess, fun but here's the great thing is like i don't have to worry about making something i can i can enjoy it so yeah it's a really cool outlet to like just you know play video games and like get nerdy and you know figure out all the new systems that people use because like who knew the whole world of gaming was that big you yeah. know it's yeah. gigantic yeah and, and you were you were ahead of the curve so we, we we would talk games all the time so that's great so you have your uh your your twitch and everyone anyone can find you if they just do a search for you on on uh the twitch channels correct yeah i keep it simple for everybody it's all it's just at Brittany taylor so um right. i'm still learning the whole tricks of like the you know the webcam and things like that but um, someone asked me earlier, they're like, what are you going to do to, um, like, what's going to be your, your, your niche? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like, but now that I think about Lauren, Lauren's thing, maybe it's, maybe it's just like, you know, wear less clothing and eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, I, I wanted to tell you, I'm, I'm a fan of yours. I've been, a, I've been a friend of yours for a long time and, and I, I like you very much. I am not necessarily a fan of reality television, so I didn't watch your show. Um, I'm curious to what, what you think about reality TV. Wow, Nick, what a friend you are. God. <laughs> well, I like you very much. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I, honestly, there has been I, I was I was obviously disappointed when we decided we weren't going to do it, but I completely understand her reasoning and and I and I really do respect and love her, but saying that there there are parts of it I miss, right? It's like it's kind of cool and quirky to have people in your face because you get to see yourself and when you like do something a little off your your own uh, rocker, you're like, oh, maybe I should stop doing that. Like, I realize I really do. I mean, I really do cry a lot. So I'm like, maybe I should be a little tougher. Um, but the other thing, I, I, I don't, I don't miss. Um, and kind of like what's happening now, right? It's like it's just, like people get really divisive online, and I really feel like uh-huh. they have like an in on your life and what you do and who you're with, and um, having to like have the patience of saying, wow, someone is just seeing five seconds of my life and creating this reality for themselves. And this is their entertainment. Like, it's not about me. So I can't like for me to respond in any negative or mean or because I, you know, I'm queen of clapbacks. Like I love to clap back at somebody, but I like to just hold that in and be like, okay, well, that's your vision. That's what you think. That's yeah. not real. That's not me. That, that was the hardest thing. So I kind of don't miss that because 
I mean, people are just, I mean, there's there's a reason that, that trolls are trolls for a reason. So yeah, That's exactly right. That's a good lesson to learn. And Brittany, you're still working for Uncommon Dreams. Are you guys all still working together as a group? Yeah, yeah. And it's actually getting, I mean, it's bigger and better than ever. So we have like a brand new COO, a brand new CFO and CMO and like these like, um, and, and they're really cool guys that, that have had all this experience in other places. Um, and they've kind of brought this all together. We just n- announced that we're opening Dallas. Um, so we're opening another store and then, um, I mean, like big things on the horizon for next year. So I'm really excited about that. That's it, but, freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah. So nice. yeah. yeah. And it, it, the, the company's on fire. So that's, uh, that's, that's wonderful for you and uh, wonderful for you and having you in or uh, on the poster as our poster cover girl oh. is, is awesome. Yes. Thank you for saying yes. Oh way, my gosh. That. I love, I, I was like so excited when you guys asked, I was like, great. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. Well, listen, we're we're very uh, happy and proud of you uh, and all your success, and and we are uh, delighted that you're that you're a part of this project again. So we miss you, and we want to see you sometime too. Okay. I know, I know. Once I'm allowed to come in, I'm I'm, I'm going to come back. I miss you guys so much. So, Excellent. Um, all right. I'll be I'll be coming in and bugging you soon. I'm sure. All right. Love it. <laughs> great to catch up with you, Brittany Taylor. Everybody, yes. thanks, Brittany. Have a great weekend. Okay. All right. She's the best. Man. She yeah. is the pride of. <laughs> Right. You know what we haven't done is we haven't revealed everybody who's on it yet, uh, Kathy, the calendar. Yeah. Um, do you have the names? I don't have the calendar yeah, sure. or the names in front of me. That'd be great if you could remind people who all is on this year's calendar poster, if you're just tuning in, which you'll be able to get at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, I forgot. We didn't go through each uh, girl that's on here. So um, I'll just start at the top and I'll, I'll go across and down. So no. uh, Allison from uh, 2020. So we, like I said, there are girls that were, you know, very recent as of yeah. last year. They're cover girl from this uh, this year yeah. yeah and then next to her is lauren who uh, lauren was in the majority of our calendars we chose a photo from 2009 that that photo shoot that we were talking about mm-hmm. elena from 2019 alicia from 2016 and she was also uh another year alicia was in uh two years okay i remember that when that was at the 10 8 or the film down film Oh, that picture! I, I was thinking of the, the one other, where she was out Silk on the City. street, yeah. Silk City. Yes, that yeah. was it. So I remember one of, the, one of the trolleys came by. Yes, and, and she was wearing nothing but beads. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but on the poster, it's in front of that uh, VW microbus at the Fillmore. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Of course, we could not do anything like this, you know, without yeah. Angela Perfetto. Angela yeah. Perfetto is in it. <laughs> so, Cover girl in 2009. And we, Angela has remained our friend for all of these years. Um, but, yes, yeah, she was actually on the cover in 2009. So I don't know if uh, people remembered that that was her cover shot. Yeah. Um, Brittany, who we just talked to, she was. we used her photo from 2015. Um, a favorite of mine, Kendra, from oh, 2011. Yeah. She awesome. is such a sweet girl. She is. Uh, she's on here. And then we have Julie from 2009. 19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Morgan, who was in a couple of our calendars as well. We took the photo from 2015. Kirsten from 2016. Megan with the guitar you talked about uh, from 2009. And then Tina, also a favorite from 2016. Ah, Tina. Love it, love it, love it, man. All right, so uh, you can get a look. Do we have this online, uh, Marissa, picture of it? By the way, all th- Marissa has made this comprehensive Camp Out for Hunger uh, portion of PrestonandSteve.com. It's got everything. Is everything you need to know is right there. Just click on it, and you can, you can find out about 
you know, contributing and the different ways that you can do that. And, of course, the times and places and all the activities that are going to be going on. So if you need it, it's right there. You don't have to ask us because you'll have all the answers right there on the website. I know we've said it before, but it bears repeating. You have to come to camp out to get this poster. Yes. You cannot buy it online. You can't go any to calendar raids. None of that's happening this we're, year. So we're not going to mail out. them either. Nope. Because we don't. It's not like a it's not easy to mail the, the posters. And, and so you're, you're just going to have to come out and get them if you want them. And listen, it's the the whole reason is to is to get you out to the camp out. We wa- yep. we'd love you to come out. We know you're going to support it. Yep. And then also it's a little a little um, tchotchke to remember, you know, the event by. And, I, I, and honestly, when we were just kind of floating around the different notions, what could it look like? It is fantastic. So, again, kudos to Kathy for putting it together and having it come out the way it did. Yeah, yeah. and listen, we're saying that yeah. you do have to thank nice you. Job, that you do have to come out to the camp out to get it. But just keep in mind, the camp out is... Uh, you know, socially distanced and all that. You have to stay in your car. It's just drive through. So we're not asking you to come out to a big crowd to pick something yeah, up. Yeah, these are these are rules that we absolutely we don't mind following, but we absolutely have to follow yeah. uh, in order for the city to allow us to do it. And yeah. we can't we can't risk having you no. know a day get shut down or something like that. So yep. we we we'll do what they what we're told to do and yeah. collect a lot of food. Hopefully, we were barely allowed to have the Gary Lauer kissing booth. Yes, I know. So <laughs> keep that in mind. That might not even happen if we're not careful. So. All right, uh, we have another guest on the line, and he is uh, promoting a charity event that's coming up. Should I play the segment first? When we selected him for the calendar? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> well, uh, he's a former intern of ours. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, play, play the segments for context. Charity event uh, coming up. So, uh, as you know, we, we play this from time to time. As you can imagine. Uh, and that's him. But I want to play the setup to that yeah. and, and that particular set portion that morning here we go for a month every student had to hand write all their code oh because we were cheating that's crazy that's all little symbols and on... write all of it then we had to type it up and i was pissed because i wasn't cheating i was the one actually doing it right because this, all the is, other outlandish. Students were... <laughs> this is absolutely outlandish <laughs> take outside and kick your ass how long did it take to take a test like that well for what would take five minutes on the computer was yeah. about 25 on the paper jesus Sprinkle them or whatever. <laughs> just you have to talk through them. Just, talk, just keep this talking. This is the goddamn dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's but, goddamn ridiculous. It all symbols and intense stoppings. <laughs> Preston, <laughs> get yourself together. I can't. The steaming, outrageous bandit is killing me. Oh, I just an outrage. Right, well, that, so that wasn't that wasn't up. the right one. No, I I, no, I, I highlighted awesome. I highlighted the wrong one, but this is the right one. This was how this is the onset of it. This wait, is what wait, I wanted. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, then God the other one. So, but that's okay. So this is when. Uh, so it, in the podcast, just play this in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Am I ready? Yeah. Okay. This is Ben came running over to the microphone, and this is how that went. So it totally depends, but like a lot of the times, it'll just be on your laptop in class, and it's impossible to govern everyone's laptop, as you can imagine. Okay. <laughs> okay. You all right? <laughs> I had to run in. He's a little nervous. I was like that. Um, <laughs> and actually, it's not the thing. It's just a little document. <laughs> I'm saying, I've talked to Ben many times. I've he never heard his voice quite like that before. And as we uh, matriculate through the process of the Temple University, anyway, of course, enriched by the learning that we have. Okay. Do it again. Please do it again. The very beginning. Yes. So you. it totally depends, but like a lot of the times, it'll just be on your laptop in class. Class, and it's impossible to govern everyone's laptop, as you can imagine. Okay. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> okay. His, okay. His eyes kind of like roll back, and, and he and he taps his, his chest. chest. Yeah. Make sure he can breathe. Uh, Three of the chambers of my heart are shut down. 
Every time it gets me. And it ended up winning our Daily Rush Madness. Yes, yes it did. That was the video that you voted for to be the number one in that contest. And Ben was campaigning so hard. He was. For it. Uh, that's. I mean, he really gave it a full effort. And uh, he's awesome. All right, let's welcome him. It's intern Ben. Yeah. Hey, Ben, how you doing? I'm great. How's everyone there doing today? We're doing wonderful, wonderful as you can imagine. Um, <laughs> so, how you doing? First of all, uh, how's how's life been for you since you left the press and Steve show? Well, it was going smooth until you know the world exploded back in March. But you know, got back into school, finishing up this year because of all the free time I had to. Yes, very good. <laughs> All right, so you have a charity event that is coming up, and you wanted to mention it, so please tell us what it's all about and when it is. So starting tomorrow at 12 o'clock Eastern Time, I'll be starting an event called the Pac-Man Fever. So this is a, a, type, of event, uh, a type of event we do every year where we play video games for 24 hours to... Raise funds for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. It's through this organization called Extra Life. And what they do is all over the country, you can play video games, stream it online. You can also play board games. You know, much of these that's event. You can also play any sort of game you can think of, and they'll let you do it to raise funds for your local children's hospital. Of course, here, that's CHOP. And that's going towards Child Life Services, which is the department of CHOP that helps the kids live a normal life in the hospital. So. Okay. It helps them get video game systems into their rooms to play. It does. It helps kids live a kid's life while they're staying in the hospital. Yeah, no, it's, it's essential. I, yep. We we've taken the tour a number of times over there, and the fact that um, they they have this stuff because you're so many of the kids are there you know, for long periods of time and to give them things to do and distractions and, and video game systems and things that keep them engaged is, is very important. You've been doing this for six years now, Ben? Yep, this is year six. All right, and, and again, so you, now we have some other people that are associated with the Preston and Steve show that are that are going to be uh, participating as well, correct? Yes, we have uh, Nick Murphy, and we have the Pitulation joining in the Preston games with us. <laughs> oh, yes. Hey. Now you have you have some some top level talent there. You have Nick Murphy <laughs> and the Pitulation. That's. That's perfect. Pituation. So we, we have this. As you can imagine. And this. In the same <laughs> game. That's excellent. So how many people all together will be playing games through the 24-hour period? I think there's about 12 of us playing games all throughout this thing. So there's a whole bunch of different okay. games. We have all the classic arcade games where we're going to be playing for high scores. There were some, uh, there's a series of games called Pac-Man World that came out in the early 2000s on the PS1 and PS2. And there's a lot of, like, modern versions of Pac-Man that are still being made. So we're going to try to get to as much of it as we can in the time we will be playing. Okay. And uh, so you have raised a fair amount of money over the years, have you not? Yeah, we crunched the numbers the other day, and today we are at about $53,000. Wow. $53,000? That's awesome. Damn. Yeah, it, it, we, going into the first year, we had no clue what to expect. Then, actually, now it's like, whoa, we raised $7,000, and our full goal was like $2,000. So, we oh, have the goal, and our viewers kept hitting it, which was amazing. Okay, uh, so where where do people watch, Ben? So, I'm pointing everybody to our website, PacmanFever.xyz. You can watch the stream here. You can... Make your donations here. You can learn a little bit about the history of us doing these events. 
PacmanFever.xyz. I've never heard of XYZ before. Well, you know, Ben's tied into all that stuff. I guess so. As you can imagine. imagine. <laughs> uh, as you can imagine. That's great. Ben, so, has, by the way, has, uh, as you can imagine, become a, a thing that people say to you on occasion? On occasion. You guys still hear me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Do, okay. do, do people come up to you and say, as you can imagine, from time to time? All the time. Whenever I make a post on Instagram, like half of the followers and comments are like, as you can imagine, and yes. somebody to reference them. Well, you it. need to mar- you need to get actually some some products, some uh, you know, some yeah. jerseys and shirts and stuff, and a shirt that says, as yeah, you can as you can imagine. imagine. Yes, that's great. It's a it's a blanket yeah. statement, and it's always true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think about making a T-shirt with that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Ben. So this is coming up. Uh, it is tomorrow, and it starts at noon. Goes till noon on uh, Sunday, and people can watch and donate through PacmanFever.xyz. So, uh, good work on this, man. This is really admirable stuff you're doing. Congratulations. All right, thank you. And I would like to take a moment to give a major shout out to some call me Johnny. He's the local gaming YouTuber I partnered up with to do this way back when, and it's just amazing to watch how it's growing every year. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much. Intern Ben, guys. Ben Woodring is his name, and uh, but he likes uh, Intern Ben. As you can imagine. Uh, to be called. So. His uh, social media handles are Ben's, uh, Ben's in the radio or Ben's on the radio. Oh, like uh, so it. if you want to follow him on Instagram, Ben's in the radio. Okay. Excellent. Hey, yes, can Casey. I do a mention? I, wanna, I wanted to do a... Uh, a shard out of sorts, press, uh, Preston Steve. Yep. And Steve, I wanted to talk to you directly because... <coughs> um, as a man. As, as a man. <laughs> when your, your acme of choice yes. was the one on Ridge Avenue. Yes. And when we started to, you know, having Acme as a main sponsor of the Camp Out for Hunger, the, the manager there used to camp out, right? Great guy. Okay, so there's this young kid. Uh, his name is James Emerson. He's nine years old, and he is holding his own Camp Out for Hunger tonight and it is happening he's nine years old he did it last year uh and it's happening between six and eight p.m and uh so he did this last year he collected uh 75 dollars and uh over 300 pounds of food for the camp out for hunger last year so he's doing it all again this year um he's going to be camping out in his driveway and they also said that um uh, they're going to also leave um, like a plastic bin in their driveway uh, all the way up to the Camp Out for Hunger, and they're going to then drop off their donations, everything that they raise on November 20th. So uh, we'll put this information up on maybe our social media channels, but uh, James Emerson, who's nine years old, lives on the 1600 block of Black Rock Road in Swarthmore, Swarthmore, PA. Swarthmore. And I was given permission by his mother, Jennifer, to uh, give away the, the name and the address okay. and, and to be able to post it but i just he's what nine, a cool kid man nine years old yeah, that's man. awesome yeah nice so um and there's an email i wish i had you'd mentioned acme and i, I, I can't find it uh cowper sent it to me matt cowper sent it to me oh i have yeah. it uh, Dear Preston, I have a <laughs> sick email address to send you please mention it on the Preston steve show oh my God. um it is a it was an acme store marissa has it of course yes thank you marissa so it choked a little bit steve jesus this is Are you sick. sick? Oh my God. Are you sick? I might be a little sick. <laughs> oh. Joke on your sick. Dr. Matt Cowper. As a, a, I'm sorry. He's sick. I think it's your esophagus. <laughs> oh my God. Carcinoma. Um, so, no, he wrote, 
Cystic fibrosis. <laughs> Said, check out the uh, the below email uh, attached pics from Acme. Their district manager and front end ops specialist are dressing up in campout costumes oh, and encouraging customers to donate to the campout for hunger. Jim Perkins, president of Acme, spotted them, took pictures, and donated more. And they plan on doing this in more stores. So what they did is they made a costume that makes it look like they're a, a big paper shopping bag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with our logos That's and great. stuff on that. It was really it, cool. It looks terrific. So the fact that these they don't have to do that. No, no. These, I, these managers could just, you know, put up the put up the, the our cardboard cutouts and, and leave it at that. But the fact that, that some of them are going to, um, the they're going the extra mile and maybe making a bit of a competition amongst the other stores just speaks volumes about what a great company it is and great people that run it. You're completely right. And we, we talk about, um, you know, the, the, the complexion of this year's campout being in some ways retro in the way we're going to have to execute it, the way we, we were doing it right in the first few years of the campout. Obviously, it became this big juggernaut, which we all love. And I'm sure we'll get back to that that way, you know, uh, uh, soon or eventually at least. And and uh, but for now. The, the the people who are stepping up and doing creative things like this and this this Acme and all the companies that are that are stepping up and all the individuals like this 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 uh, this uh, young kid who's going to yeah. do his own little mini camp out yeah. oh my god yeah. if there's ever a time to be so encouraged hearing that stuff that sort of commitment to this it's now and yep. it just feels so good to hear this yeah we're I think we're all a little bit concerned going into very. this thing I feel very encouraged these days you know the fact that listen if you're listening right now and you know for a fact that you're not going to be able to make it to the camp out between November 16th and the 20th and you have an acme near you Go to the Acme. You can donate food yep. there, or um, when you check out, you have the option to donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, or whatever. So if you know that you're not going to be able to make it out there, please go to Acme and, and purchase some stuff. If you go on Eagles Game Day and you're wearing Eagles garb, you get a uh, discount. You, yeah, you get a discount, five uh, percent uh, over twenty dollars purchase, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, and also, if for some reason you don't happen to have an Acme that's convenient to you. You go to PrestonSteve.com, there's a way to make an online donation that way, monetary donation. So, as you can imagine. As you can imagine. We're making it as easy as, <laughs> as we, you can imagine. As we can for you. And uh, so that is a part of it. So it's all good, man. Uh, and the calendar, all this stuff, ramping up to it. Yep. So it's going to be a week from Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, You know, so wow. there, there are variables. After doing it this, this long... There are are things that now we would just okay. I know that this is part of the deal. I have my bag this this way, and I know, and uh, you know, and, and there are a whole bunch of new things that. Oh, now how are we going to do this? Now how's this going to happen? Now you know, yeah. how does the morning begin? Because we're going to have to do temperature checks and all that stuff. We're, we're within city limits, so we have to be beholding to to all of that stuff. We stayed with the same location because it makes the most sense. It's close to fill abundance. It can accommodate everything. Uh, Rodney Bird, what he's managed, and Eric Simon, and what they've uh, managed to pull together. As far as mounting this thing is is amazing, but uh, it, it, you, I don't want to say we ever were comfortable, you know, going into this. It was always a bit of nervousness, but but now it's like there's a whole bunch of variables up for grabs. I'm like, oh, this is like starting anew. Well, it's a lot of work, and, and there's there's so many moving parts and whatever. But it, it's also a really fun week, and and it's the most heartwarming week of my year. You you see so many people doing so many great things and um and taking time and and story after story like the one you just shared, Casey, of nine year old kids and ninety year old women coming down. Like it, it's it runs the gamut. Uh, I'm also kind of excited that it's going to be before Thanksgiving this year. I think that that lends itself to some opportunities. It might be nice during that week, you know. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see that that woman in the parking lot with the uh, the club foot. Or was the, it was the uh... oh the old nun? I don't know, man. <laughs> the nun with the club foot <laughs> that smells like cheese was no no butterscotch butterscotch. <laughs> 
Yeah, she might stop candy. by. Yeah, she might. She might. <laughs> I've been looking for you. Yeah. Um, Steve, can you tell Preston that we have a couple of cool things that are going to be happening camp out after dark as well? We do uh, have that a couple week. of things. Yes. Uh, so yeah. tell him that, and then ask well, him if we can mention what uh, what some of those. Why do I have to be. do that? Well, I don't know, Press. Can we do that? <laughs> I yeah, was just why did you ask him? Because it's just a fun thing. I love when people send emails to oh, me oh, saying, okay. "Hey, uh, can you tell Steve?" Um, but on Monday night of the camp out, we're going to do a Doug Loves Movies. Uh, we're going to we're going to do that with a um, uh, Instagram live. We're also going to do like a nice Instagram live with Kevin Smith on Tuesday night, and that is going to be like a Q and A with Kevin Smith. Awesome, uh, Nick. You have some things that you are working on as well. Tuesday afternoon, we're going to do something for Office fans that I think is going to be a lot of fun. There's the Office Ladies podcast. It's hosted by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey from the show. I've and heard it. It's great. It's great. And uh, Jenna Fisher and uh, and Angela run it. They're friends in real life and, and continue to be. But they basically sit around and talk about old episodes of The Office that have been around for a long time. And so they are going to do an Office Ladies podcast with us and our friend Kate Flannery on Tuesday afternoon. So we're going to aim to do that at sometime around like 2 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday night, Casey, we got another cool one with um, Rob McElhenney and Caitlin Olson. Rob's going to be on the show, I think, on Tuesday morning as well. Uh, Rob um, may have a cool special guest with him on uh, Wednesday night, so stay tuned for that. So there's all these moving parts, uh, and we're trying to do a uh, link up with the International Space Station during that week. There's, there's these things that we're trying to put together um, that uh, that take a lot of coordination, but I think we're going to be able to do some cool things. And I always, am, uh, you know, I, I, we we tend to get geeky. I know that. We love this stuff, <laughs> but let's face it, these movies are huge. This is, you know, all these things about a- a- MCU and, and DC and in that vein, Zack Snyder, yeah. you know, with the, the, the HBO Max, with the Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, which is, I have it on good authority, is going to be sensational. He's cutting it exactly the way he wants uh, and getting everything he wants. Uh, we're going to have him on the show. Right? We're going to have him on. It. And the date that he chose was the uh, it was the anniversary of the quote unquote monstrosity that is <laughs> the Justice League um Non Snyder cut, right? Okay, so he wants to come on that day as well. Wow, yeah, that's a lot. And we're going to be doing a radio show all that around too. This stuff mm-hmm. too. Yeah, uh, each and every day. So we'll uh, we'll get set for that whole thing. I right, I'm waiting for our guest to get in touch with us. He is Has scheduled for now, right? Is he calling us? I thought he was calling us. Okay. Mm. Let me just uh, double check to make sure I don't have his phone number. Casey, right can you ask Marissa? Marissa, Preston wants to know if uh, if. Uh, Moses Storm has yeah, uh, given uh, us a call. Can you ask Nick if he can open up the calendar invite? <laughs> yes. I will do, make sure that Kathy knows that. Because otherwise, do I want to maybe take a break or, yeah, you or, know what? or, we move, can on, t- or move on to something Let's else. Let's take a break, okay. and then we'll come back, All as right, you can imagine. Maybe we'll get Moses on, <laughs> as, as you might imagine. imagine. <laughs> all right, we'll break. We'll come back in a second. There's still more to come. Don't forget yeah. the Word of the Week prize coming up, the B-File, all that stuff left, and, and more. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Uh, Our next guest is ready to go now. Uh, He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Tell me if this would be too much if I introduce him this way. Go for it. Okay, so I it's just I, I just want to know because you don't get a, a guy with his name that or we haven't had him on before, so I thought this would be kind of yeah. nice. So all right, let me try it again. Our next guest is going to be appearing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. Tickets available at heliumcomedy.com, 7.15, 9.30 p.m. shows both nights. You may have seen him on shows like Arrested Development and This Is Us. Please welcome to our program Moses Storm. 
Is that too much? No, I like it. Oh, okay. Great. Hi, Moses. Good morning. Intro I deserve. Yes, <laughs> finally. In accordance with your name, yes. respect and it is it's a lot. And reverence. <laughs> hey, uh but still lacking, <laughs> still lacking a bit. <laughs> uh first of all, nice to meet you. Sorry it can't be in person. We know you're in Philly and normally we would have you sitting right here in the studio with us, but you know, things are the way they are. But um uh no, thanks for coming on the show this morning. Yeah, I refuse to come down. Just so the, the listeners know, I refuse to come out of my hotel room. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Room, refuse to do any press, but then aggressively reach out online and say, hey, get me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're complex that way. Um, yeah, so- yeah. You know, it's about it's about creating a star aura without actually being a star. <laughs> okay. I yeah, like it. That's smart because actually doing it requires so much work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too time People consuming. around you like you're already famous. Well, you, you, the truth is, though, you are involved in a lot of stuff, and you. Uh, one of the things I want to get you right immediately is you are part of the El Tonto, the the, the Charlie Day movie that has been in production, and uh, you have you have a role in that. How, how much time did you spend on the movie? Oh yeah, speaking of the king of Philly, or one of the many kings, yeah, uh, Charlie Day was nice enough to put me in his movie. I play his junior agent in this movie El Tonto that we're waiting to come out. Um, you no, know, I was on there for a couple of days. It was incredible. I mean, there's a lot of huge stars in there too. So I was the one like newcomer. So I was just kind of taking it all in. And he's the nicest uh, guy. I mean, we, we've actually we've because obviously because the 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 city is you know is is in the title of uh, of their show, and they've yeah. been here and been on the show a number of times, and have a, have a friendship with the cast, and having hung with them, they are all incredibly nice. And Charlie, Charlie, I was, him, I was mad at him. Because he doesn't have to be that nice. Yeah. <laughs> what he's done, I was like, "What's wrong with you? Like, let us give something to like, give us something to hate, so we don't we can feel better about ourselves." I'm like, "Oh, if I got that famous, that'd be that'd be an ass." But he is uh, he's beyond nice and has been so helpful to me personally. That's great. So you, you you mentioned the cast: yeah. Kate Beckinsale, Jason Sudeikis, Ray Liotta, uh, Adrian Brody, John Malkovich. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Edie Falco. Who did you work with? Any of those? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a big party scene where all of them were there, and um, yeah, where it was like not a huge budget movie. There, everyone was just like friends with Charlie and wanted to help him out. So there wasn't the same separation you have on a movie where everyone's in their trailer. Oh, cool. There's scenes where we were just all on this rooftop, and I'm just hanging out with what looks like an Academy Award party, and just being like, <laughs> everyone, don't you hate your studio apartment? Isn't that the word? <laughs> well, you're with the listen. I'm a massive. We're all massive Goodfellas fans. You're hanging there. Ray Liotta's there. Did you? Did you? Did you geek out a bit? Oh yeah, I taught uh, Ray Liotta how to do airdrops on his phone. We were doing the scene <laughs> in the theater. He had oh. no idea who I am. He thought I was probably a PA. Some <laughs> That's funny. He had no idea why I was in the scene with him. And uh, yeah, just, he's like, "What is this?" He just like he's the kind of life he has. He just anyone that's around him will just ask. He's like, "What is this? How do I do this?" <laughs> okay, scary man. Yes, yeah. It, but you'll it, always have that now. If you see him years from now, you'll be, I'm the guy that taught you how to airdrop. Yeah, and then he taught me how to get onto Chant <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so, by the way, was he smoking, was he smoking at that party, or was, was he, uh... <laughs> Because he he does the commercials, I was wondering if because he he doesn't impress me as a guy who could skip smoking for a long, a long period of time. 
it seems like it's so ingrained. It seems like he was like in his ultrasound as a baby. He had a cigarette. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're like you can't. Like, try to picture his hand without a cigarette in it right now. You can't. <laughs> Moses, I got to ask, was that just a, a joke, or have you actually ever been on Chantix? I've never been on Chantix. I okay. can see the commercials. I'm in the hotel right now glued to the news like everyone else is. Yeah. Because I, I've seen these commercials. I've taken Chantix a few times, and, and listen, I've had success with it. It's the, you know, it's what you do for the months afterwards. But coming off of Chantix was the only, I thought, um, bad thing about it you know the dreams were great and yeah. you know not smoking was another great thing but when i was coming off of it i'm telling you every time that i woke from my sleep you saw ray Liotta? no i thought i was dead <laughs> like I, I literally like i thought th- the only feeling i can say that it, it, that i can sort of uh you know verbalize is that i i felt like i was dead and coming back to life it was a really really bizarre they should put that in the commercial mental feel- no it's it was really really <laughs> weird <the> commercial <laughs> I died. I came back to the other side. <laughs> but I've never actually talked to anybody else that's ever been on uh, Chantix before, so I wasn't sure if uh, you would I be would able like, to commiserate. I would like if it became a recreational drug, like if everyone was taking <laughs> some side effects that you, like it's psilocybin mushrooms. Yes, yes. <laughs> just got to go to Oregon. Yeah, we were just talking about that stuff. New Jersey, right across the river, is uh, they have uh, gone ahead and legalized uh, recreational marijuana, which is great. And by the way, where do you live, and is there recreational marijuana where you live? Yeah, in L.A., it's been yeah. legal for a while. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's great they're finally coming around. The bigger story is that Portland and or in Oregon, you can just have heroin on you. Already. Yeah, we saw that they, they, yeah, they lightened that up quite a bit. So as long as you're not selling it, which there's no way to really police, you could be selling it and be like, no, I'm going to do these all right now. Right. And then I guess you do them in front of the cops. I think that's the only way to do it legally would be to consume your entire stash right in front of the cop. Absolutely. And if you've ever been, if you've ever mixed Chantix with acid, oh, my God, <laughs> you're going to taste God. I, it's got to be awesome. <laughs> and it's going to be forever. You're going to forever feel like that. Well, uh, what I understand is that when you wake up, uh, that feeling of uh, that your uh, your dead is mitigated by the heroin. So uh, uh, the mushrooms, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so, I, how did you start smoking? Were you, did you start young? Oh, I my God, I yeah. I probably – I had my first cigarette at about – Seven or eight years old, something like that. Maybe my parents left it is, in the. Uh, in is that the, early? Yeah. Is that early for most people? Uh, That's a little bit early. Yeah, yeah. I think that that makes them which incredibly sad. I don't think Norman Rockwell would paint that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my my for the first cigarette. <laughs> I think I started smoking for the lamest reason. I've since quit. It's been like three years, but um, I just I the girl I like also smoked. I was like, I guess I do this too. (laughs) (laughs) And just so I could hang out with her more, I started smoking. And this isn't like a a teenager. This is like a 24-year-old man. Oh my God. Wow. That's super late. Yeah. Yeah, that's very late. You know, it was weird for a while. A lot of people, a lot of women were picked up smoking because of the Weight loss aspect. Yeah, it's like it. an appetite suppressant. I'm like, really? Is that the trade in? They should try cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Much more effective. Much. Because you can do it indoors. You can be in the office. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're right. You're you right. can even pop into the bathroom real quick. Yeah. Exactly. No problem. Hey, um, 
I, w- I wanted to ask about t- about your acting career, uh, Moses, because you have a, you have a lot of titles that uh, that you have credits in. And was uh, when when did comedy come in? Was that first, or did you start acting at, uh, younger, or how did that your your career come about that way? Yeah, they they really feed each other. I mean, the the more comedy you get on stage, the better you are in auditions, which is the worse than than bombing in front of a thousand people because it's just like a casting room and right. Burbank. Uh, and if you do well, like the sitcom I was on last year, I mean, you do a test where you just play for an audience that's just all the producers from NBC, Universal, in a room, and they're not laughing. Right. Those notorious oh. SNL auditions that you hear about. Yep. Yes. Because they're thinking, like, okay, will this person be okay for five seasons? Uh, how much money could I make off of this? Long-term stuff. So you're improvising, you're jumping around, you know, you're saying dick jokes or whatever, and it's just dead silence. And you have to kind of learn that you're doing fine because they'll come up to you after and, like, you got part, but it's feel awful yeah you mentioned the the, the snl uh lauren michaels thing and that and you know the <laughs> it, to imagine that you've grabbed that brass ring and you're up on the stage and you have an opportunity and the legend is is that he he'll appreciate something that's funny but really won't laugh you won't get a a real uh, a real reaction and i mean that's you know some people sweat bullets and then you have people who ace right through it you well you were in the upright citizens brigade yes Yes, yeah, so I started doing improv before I realized that improv is a complete dead end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, is, it is a waste of time. It is like you could you could be bowling or you could do improv. But what improv is great for is that you are comfortable performing. It's helped in stand up just get out of your shell and, yeah. and learn how to use your body to perform. But as far as like either of these things should not be the one thing you're doing. You shouldn't just be into improv. You shouldn't just wait around for auditions and obviously we learned in 2020 you shouldn't just be a stand-up yeah you you gotta well yeah yeah, so so with that you obviously have the the other proverbial irons in the fire with the acting and all that other stuff but uh, did you have a lot of stuff on the calendar as far as stand-up what was your situation yeah uh on may 9th i was supposed to take my first hbo special in los angeles um which is what i'm going to be working on tonight because i would have to retool some stuff and yeah, that was that's huge. That's the biggest thing you can get. Is uh, I couldn't imagine anything bigger for a comic than your first one hour special. Right, right. I mean, that's that's, uh, that's also. So how how was that executed? So I was touring nonstop right before the shutdown. I'm probably a super spreader. If you go back, <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably patient zero because like all these cities I was visiting, they're like. No, it's exploding here, and I was like, "Ah, just in that." I just left. Um, I just left there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. I'm, so I'm, I'm the guy in Philly tonight. Moses, know? Moses is like eyes are on Philly right now. <laughs> it's like, how lucky am I? I keep getting out just before it starts to break big. <laughs> <laughs> and the hotel I was at is spreading there. God Almighty! Everyone on the plane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was touring. I was. All over the country, and then the last shows I did, I was in Pittsburgh at the Improv, actually. And the morning radio guy tested positive in Pittsburgh that you're supposed to do it. And I was, that's when I was like, okay, well, this is real. I'm out. It's yeah. the morning radio guy. If he tests positive, living his life. Yeah, because uh, we're so shut-ins. I, <laughs> you're shut-ins. You're shut-ins. <laughs> yeah. Radio's your shot. Right, right, and yeah. So that, that's... So I had to cancel my shows out there. I called the club. I did the, just the Thursday show. So I'm happy to be back in Pennsylvania. 
Yeah, well, it's it's it, a nice like bookend because these are my first shows back. No, okay. that's that's good, and, and the way it's being handled here, and and uh, you know, uh, helium does it right. And uh, listen, no one, everyone, whatever your level of approaching all this, the, the general consensus, which is correct, is that we'll get through this. But you just want to, you want to make sure because we're we're on the on the heels of of um, uh, our biggest charity event of the year, which is a food drive that that is is incredibly significant for Philadelphia. And you know we had to pull out all the stops and make sure we we're following all the all the rules to get it done because it's a it it has to be done scenario. So yeah, you you move along and you yeah. Adapt. No, I kept my bags packed and checked out the club last night it, because they were very cool about it and said if anything feels off, you know you could uh, bail at any moment. I went there last night, bags still packed, and it was great. I felt very safe. The way they're doing it, very confident in them of like, oh yeah, they're they're at least aware. I mean there's not zero percent chance, but they're still yeah. as far as as safe as you can be, the club is doing it right. And so once you're in there you can really relax and have a good time and you know Excellent. forget all about this. And it will be a good and time. The shows we... tonight are gonna be insane. I mean if if uh all eyes are on Philly right now. There's a lot to talk about. Yep. There's a lot going on. I can't wait. And we were, I, uh, Casey and I were watching your videos. You're hilarious. People, they're going to the show, are going to have a good time, I guarantee you. So uh, tickets are available at uh, heliumcomedy.com. And like I said, at the, at the top, there's um, uh, shows tonight, 7, 15, and 9 o'clock, and tomorrow night as well. So you can get those tickets. So uh, hopefully we'll see you here in our studio next time, Moses. All right? Yeah. And if anyone's coming to the show tonight, just know that there is a two-chances minimum. Okay, <laughs> two chances. You got okay, it. Okay, you, you got, got it. it. All right. And a Ray Liotta will be signing. Yeah. Hey. He will be in the back just breathing heavy. intimidating <laughs> you into laughing. All right. Great to meet you, Moses. Thanks for coming on. Have a great time in Philadelphia this weekend. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Moses Storm, guys. Yeah. On the show. Yep. Uh, he's he's very funny. We were, Casey and I were watching some of his his routine, and it's great. Yeah, he's done a couple of different spots on Conan, so... Yeah, yep. he's, he's tied in. In fact, he's doing the, the Conan tour. Oh, nice. All right, we have to do... Do we have time to do the Bizarre File? Yeah, we? we got a little time. All right, here yeah. we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, uh, it's brought to you by Godshalls. All the bacon. All the bacon. Nick loves it. All the bacon taste, 80% less fats. Uh, you can make the switch to Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshalls.com. Let's start with this. A man in the Florida Keys was so insulted when someone questioned the size of his penis, he allegedly threatened him with a gun. Wow. Dustin Allen Cowns was arrested on Halloween night for flashing a gun at Toby Keaton. Corns was revving the engine of his Jeep when Keaton got out of his vehicle and told him, you must have a small D. <laughs> Cones was arrested for felony charges and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, carrying a concealed weapon and dealing in stolen properties because he whipped out his gun. Well, in fact, I don't. Uh, <laughs> the, the Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was also arrested on a misdemeanor charge of driving without a valid driver's license. <laughs> About 6,000 uh, Shinano. Uh, uh, okay. 6,000 Shinano gold apples worth a total of $1.2 million were stolen from an orchard in uh, Shiwa Iwate Prefecture. 
Which is where? I I would guess prefecture is a term usually used in India, correct? No, Japan. In Japan, I'm sorry. Okay. Same thing. So, uh, according Both to... Both in Asia. ...to police... <laughs> Uh, and the orchard owner, the theft occurred sometime between October 29th and Monday morning. Police How? said uh, the tracks of a small truck were found near 70 trees where the apples were taken. They took over a million dollars worth of apples. apples. Yeah. So what do these apples retail for? It's a good question. Uh, the grower expressed anger at the theft. I don't like this! Saying that he... <laughs> I'm very upset! He had he had worked uh, oh, so. Day he's, he had worked so hard. I worked so hard, and that the apples, which are often included, I'm in, a working for our living. In fruit gift sets, were ready to be picked. Uh, this is not good. Police said that there had been an increased number of fruit thefts. Yes, I need to disturb myself. I wish that the Kathy Romano boob video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's edited. And uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. How man can imagine. Uh, a woman discovered that her boyfriend of four years cheated on her in the most 2020 of ways. Uh, she found out by spotting a clue in a selfie that he took. Oh. A video detailing the bizarre infidelity reveal currently boasts more than a million views. It was shared on TikTok. Wait, that, that's not me giving him a hummer. By Sydney Kinch. So the incriminating, incriminating footage begins innocuously enough with Kinch standing in front of a selfie of her alleged boyfriend who is sporting sunglasses. Things take a turn, however, when she steps aside to reveal the reflection of a girl's legs poking out of the car window in one of the guy's sunglasses lenses. Uh, The clip is aptly captioned, check the reflection in your boyfriend's sunnies, ladies. Uh, The videographer later described in the comment section how she uh, brought the bombshell to, or he, wait, she brought the bombshell to her beau's attention. Uh, She said, I called him and asked him if he realized that he sent me a bitch in his Snapchat and he had no idea. So I sent it to him, and he called me crazy, and that it was our friend's girlfriend, and that he's allowed to have friends. Kinch said she discovered a week later that the sleazeball had been philandering for the past month with five different women. Ned Rapscallion. Needless to say, the scorned woman's detective skills garnered her more than 175,000 likes and oodles of sympathetic responses from the TikTok peanut well, gallery. Well, that's a standard thing. You yeah. know, the reflection in the glasses. That's why if you do television or, or movies, a lot of times they spray this non-reflective spray on, oh, on your glasses that. so that you don't pick up the lights and all that stuff. Can't the, see cameras. the camera. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, this is a video. A guy in Dillon, Montana had a close encounter with a moose. Why mm-hmm. don't you forget the moose? Mm-hmm. For a moment. It's hard when you're staring down the business end of a moose. It's actually pretty wild, man. It came up really, really close to him. Tiptoeing? Yeah, full-grown male moose. A moose. moose. (laughs) It's a woman moose. (laughs) They're amazing. You can hear them at night. (laughs) (laughs) It's a moose. It's the mating call from the (laughs) moose. I don't know if I could hear it. <laughs> Listen carefully. Okay. <laughs> I caught it that time. I think I heard it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, so in the man's <laughs> own words, he says that he was, quote, <laughs> by myself going out for a deer elk hunt uh, and opening. Deer on, elk hunt. An open... <laughs> no, deer. I just bagged a woose. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was on. <laughs> It was on opening morning. I had just stood up. No, to... man, listen, you can hear the moose. <laughs> what the hell is the moose, you dumb bitch? <laughs> <laughs> 
He said, I just stood up to stretch my legs after sitting for a while. Off to the side of me, I noticed a set of antlers uh, that were coming towards me. Uh, so on one side of the, uh, the willows that he noticed. So uh, then he said when it became apparent that the approaching antlers were connected to a great big moose. Uh, he, Why don't you forget geez. the moose? We're hitting all we're of them cleaning here. Today. Yeah. Uh, he realized that, uh, <laughs> realized that it, this could be dangerous. Uh, I said I was never expecting it to be a moose and definitely wasn't expecting it to come so close no, to me. I just realized it's not a loon, it's a moose. <laughs> he said I stayed as still as I could while trying to control my breathing. Uh, I didn't even look directly at the moose until he was until it, <laughs> until he was past me. So it was nice to have the video to really uh, take a good look of at him afterward. Uh, a little nerve-wracking. An amazing experience, nonetheless. Those things obviously can kill you, and it came like within as close as Casey and I were to each other. So That's uh, pretty wild, yeah. Th- again, it, the, the stories are many of people getting trampled to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're known to be, as we said before, cantankerous, and they will they'll they'll start running at you. Yep. All right. I'm sorry. We have to end on the woos. That's all I have time for right now. <laughs> That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's test your knowledge of today's program with a lesson question. Trash and music news, too. So stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Steven Singer is excited to introduce to you his most loved engagement ring, Krista. Choose a metal color and carrot size at the perfect price. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety-three-three WMMR. I died and you walked by and said no. Is that what he says at the end of that? Yeah. I died and walk, you walked by and said no. It's the single version, not the album version. It's uh, like the yeah. European import or something like that. Yeah. If you listen to it on 10, it sounds different. Yeah, it does it's not a, happen. More like sha-la-la-la. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's a very different ending. It's a very you different. Know, you know. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Ed. That would be awesome. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's uh, the album version. Right, yeah. Sha-la-la-la. <laughs> but the... Uh, uh, but the single version has that uh, <laughs> rambling thing. Okay. Uh, anyhow, music from uh, Pearl Jam on 93.3 WMMR. We are going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give away a $50 Carabas Italian Grill gift card. If you can answer this question. Truman Capote also wrote the original screenplay for which action movie? 215263WMMR. And it's not in cold blood, no. No. Uh, Truman Capote also wrote the original screenplay for which action movie? 215-263-WMMR. Call will do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Horizon Services. They take the stress out of fall heating problems by taking $50 off any heating repair. Two-year guarantee included. Horizonservices.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Caitlyn Jenner reportedly desperate to return to reality television, but her girlfriend, Sophia Hutchins, is completely opposed to it. Hutchins says she had no desire to live in the public spotlight when she started dating a legendary transgender Olympic athlete who fathered Kylie and Kendall Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> 
After a 60-pound weight loss, Rebel Wilson, she looks great, has been staying in shape by riding horses at a stable she frequented years ago. In fact, Rebel received a large bouquet of flowers and a thank you note from the horse. (laughs) (laughs) Model Sabrina Parr has split from fiancé Lamar Odom after a year of engagement. Parr says she was tired of living in Khloe Kardashian's shadow, saying that, in fact, her whole block was in Khloe's shadow. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. Truman Capote, the author, uh, also wrote the original screenplay, uh, Twitch action movie, 215-263-WMMR. That's our number, and this is Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Good morning. Nana Puya. Nana Puya. All right, so what uh, action film did Truman Capote also write the original screenplay for? Die Hard. Die Hard is correct. Hang on the line, sir. We are going to get your information, and we are going to set you up. I know it's Mike, but I'm hoping that we can just call him Gary, if you don't mind. Oh, Gary! <laughs> do, you have, do you have that audio? Of what? Of the little... The, the... You know what? I didn't send it to Marissa. You know what? It's uh, adorable. Yeah, I will in just a second. Uh, so... Uh, Why don't I read the, uh, the award? Great. I'll okay. do that and get that over. Let's see if I can see you my, all the way from over here. All right, uh, Gary, you have won yourself a $50 Carabas Italian Grill gift card. No matter the size of your holiday event, Carabas Italian is, Grill is, oh, my gosh, my glasses are Okay, terrible. now the bottom line. <laughs> is here to serve you. Starting at $34.99, Carabas Family Bundles features lasagna, spaghetti, chicken parmesan, or salmon something serve to four to five people and available through curbside carryout and delivery carabas catering serves 10 or more and offers individually packaged meals visit carabas.com for the complete menu all right during during uh coronavirus during all this stuff Carabas has been a godsend. We've been using the curbside uh, stuff, and the food is awesome. Yes. I, in fact, the one I go to is right off the turnpike, so it's really easy. I got oh. one at the Springfield Mall. The braised beef is delicious. Yes. Braised beef is brilliant. Mm. That's from Impractical <laughs> Jokers. You, would, you wouldn't know. Uh, those who watch Impractical Jokers, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so, nice job, Casey. On the read, thank you for doing that. I sent the, the audio over to Marissa, so maybe we'll get it at the end okay, of the music. Okay, good. So, let's do this. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! yeah. All right, so... Music news this morning brought to you by your local Deeds and Watson Real Philly Delis. They are open for takeout. Taste four generations of family recipes made with love and show your support for local business. RealPhillyDeli.com. Deeds and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Uh, we'll start with this. Last week, tool guitarist Adam Jones unveiled his signature guitar. And now, Gibson and Gear retailer Sweetwater Music report that an entire pallet containing 13 of the limited edition 1979 Gibson Les Paul custom silver burst guitars have been stolen. What the f***? Uh, Sweetwater Chief Supply Chain and Merchandising Officer Phil Rich said in a press release, somehow out of a truck full of guitars, this one pallet was singled out and stolen at a truck stop, totaling close to $95,000 in guitars. Wow. Uh, He said, we feel this person knew exactly what to look for and when. But, okay... So something as specific as that, how do you move that without yeah. without the uh, the red flags going up? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Gibson fans are being asked to uh, keep an eye out for the instruments and to ask any third-party sellers uh, for serial number before purchasing to make sure that they are not being sold 
as a uh, that they're not being sold a stolen guitar. But yeah, it's like a signature series yeah. one. They'd be pretty easy to pick out. There's a chance that Creed might reunite at some point. The band's former drummer, Scott Phillips, recently said in an interview, we tend to check up on each other when it's birthdays or holidays, things like that. So there has been some chatter, and there's no specific specific timetable for anything and no specific plans, but it's a possibility down the road, he said. Uh, Creed has been on hiatus since 2012. Phillips currently plays in the band Alter Bridge, with fellow X Creed members Mike Tremonti and Brian Marshall. They had been working on an album, which never was completed. It was called Songs of the Wuss. Oh, <laughs> Songs of the Woos? <laughs> oh, the Woo! Uh, I have a couple pieces of audio that Steve sent over that I think would be oh. uh, cool to play. Um, Dave Matthews, on his Instagram page, played a cover of the song For What It's Worth from Buffalo Springfield. It's one of my favorite songs. It's a, it's a it, it has its own song. It, it Sonically is unlike anything, and it just is is amazing. He did this on election night, and it was um, very soothing in a difficult time. Yeah, he was just on the piano at certain yep. times. And I'm going to play a little bit of it for you, but it's just him sitting at the piano, piano, and he's doing these little clicking noises with his mouth uh, as rhythm. Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. Telling me I got to beware. Think it's time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Battle lines being drawn. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speaking their minds Getting so much resistance from behind And it's time to stop, yeah, what's that sound? Everybody looks what's going down It's really cool. So he's doing all those sounds? Uh, yeah, he's just going like that and making a couple of little sounds. I don't know if he was doing the... Only I can pull that off. And not, and not by request. It has to be... <laughs> You worked with Jimmy <laughs> Hendrix. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. It was back in the day when we what got... we got to cut? He's got some crazy sound. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, we had mentioned this yesterday, that The Offspring did a cover of uh, Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. Yeah. I, I said I would song. like to hear that. And, Steve, you got the little uh, <clears throat> audio of it. Our prep service had it, and I said, let's put it out there. Here we go. So- Well, here if they offspring eyes it. That sounds great. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Offspring. No, and they, they love, I, I forget where I was reading it, but they love the song, and they just wanted to be uh, do a, a nice, faithful tribute to it. Yeah, it was, uh, yesterday I'd mentioned it in Music News, and, and Dexter was saying they, they've always loved Darlene Love, and they love that song. But the thing about Offspring is, they number one, they write really catchy songs. Yes. But they all have a very, you, without question, they it's, have a signature sound. It's yell singing. 
Um, yeah, bit, and, yeah, but I mean, even just the the, the riffs right. have have something. You know, the, there's a, there's a, a vibe to it that that is, it's always the same and it's always good. So uh, I think that's cool for them to take a little departure like that. Uh, I saw this as well. Uh, gentleman named Ken Hensley, keyboardist and guitarist and chief songwriter for the long-running British hard rock band Uriah Heep, passed away on Wednesday. He was 75 years old. Uh, they did not cite a cause. I actually kind of, I didn't know uh, Ken, but I, I met him on a few occasions. I'm not. Um, we used to, we used to, um, we rented a rehearsal space from him in St. Louis. Uh, oh, and... that that's who you would mm-hmm. rent yep. from? You, yep. you, you've mentioned this story before. You said he was the nicest guy. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, so huh. uh, Uriah Heap, I think we have a little clip of yep. uh, uh, Easy Living, which I always love to say. This is Keyboard. There's some cool keyboard parts in this song in here. So uh, he actually he was a part of rock or royalty to some extent. So in 1965, he formed a band. He, he grew up outside of London uh, called the Gods, and over the course of the next few years, would include. Uh, future Rolling Stones guitarist Mick Taylor, ah. Greg Lake of King, King Crimson and Emerson Lake and Palmer, uh, and future Uriah Heat bassist Paul Newton, and then drummer Lee Kerslake. And Lee is the drummer. He died just a few weeks ago. He played on Diary of a Man Man with Ozzy. So, you know, these all, these guys all ran in the same circle. You like you're from London. He did. I, uh, I, I've always been aware of Uriah Heat, but I, I don't know other yeah. than that song. And I think that was their highest chart placement and it was 29 i think yeah that was their biggest one and and it's one of those they were kind of a progressive band and so they they you always hear you always hear the name mentioned though yeah they had another song called stealing which i used to love stealing when i should have been buying um and they had look at yourself uh, you know just a handful of songs but but they were hardworking, constantly touring type of band that just you know kept on cranking it out yeah oh my god i haven't heard this song in ages. I think I'm with you, Steve. I don't. I, you I guys probably name, wouldn't but... know it. They they thrived in the Midwest. So okay. They, so they did really well where I grew up. We you knew Uriah Heap. They were played on the radio all the time. So, uh, but out here, maybe a different story. Uh, so Take me across the world. he was also in a band uh, called Spice, and then they renamed that, and it uh, ended up becoming uh, Uriah Heap. But he. I don't uh, he also played in a band called Blackfoot, and then he settled in St. Louis and operated a recording studio. And he continued to record on uh, and release music, uh, which he got on board with like Wasp and Cinderella, and occasionally joined uh, Uriah Heap bandmates on stage. So seventy five. What's, what's the hook on this? That's right. Um, it takes a while to get to it. It goes stealing when I should have been buying stealing. Well, there's a hundred miles of. Um, and then we have one more story, and then we'll wrap. Uh, Angus Young explained that although thrilled with Axl Rose's job subbing for Brian Johnson on the road, they never thought of working with him beyond that. He had a discussion with uh, Total Guitar in which he said that uh, it was simply an act of uh, a good friend helping out his favorite band in a bind. And he said that never really came up. Axl was uh, very generous, and he helped us out to get through the touring Where's side. <laughs> at a difficult spot. Uh, craft services. He had, 
He had uh, contacted us and said that uh, he could help if it didn't interfere with his own commitments on what he was doing. But they had never considered taking him into the studio to be the new lead singer. Though that was the perception for a while. That, uh, that That's what people were yeah, thinking. That, that he was going to split his time between Guns N' Roses and uh, the band. ACDC, yep. yeah. So Power Up, which is ACDC's seventh studio album, will be released on November 13th, by the way. And that's it. That's what I have in music news for you this morning. Okay, what's this Gary thing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, okay. this is what I sent over to uh, Marissa. It's an email uh, that I got from uh, a gentleman named Mike Mahoney, and he wrote it and said, Hey, guys, my son Jack loved your, oh, Gary drop. Oh, Gary! <laughs> and he's two and a half years old, and we listen every morning on the way to daycare. He never paid much attention, I thought, until he absolutely lost it with the whole Gary thing. So, oh, Gary! Uh, she said, he said, you definitely picked up a new fan today. And he sent a video of him, of him saying, oh, Gary, to him. And then he resp- he laughs, and then he responds and does his own, oh, it's Gary. Adorable. He's two and a half years old, so this is the, the audio of that. Oh, Gary! <laughs> Oh my, oh, my God. oh, my God. I can't take it. Isn't that awesome? Oh, Gary. <laughs> oh, Gary. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that so much. It just goes to show they're always listening. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I got to do it one more time. Here we go. Oh, Gary. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just adorable. It's pure joy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that's all I have. We are going to take a break. When we get back, we'll do the letter of the day, the word of the week, and we will give that to some lucky booze hound because that's what we're giving away some liquor. So we'll be right back. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Starting Monday, November 16th, the gang will be camping out for an entire week at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. The dates aren't the only thing different about this year. The show will still go on inside the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. But we can't have a studio audience. We're emphasizing cash donations this year, both online at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register. Non-perishable food donations can be accepted on site via our trunk-to-truck drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi. Camp out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, Whitehorse RV Center, Cinch Propane Home Delivery, TRG Mid-Atlantic, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. A week coming to a close. We will have your shot at getting the Word of the Week prize in a moment. We'll get Pierre in here shortly, and he'll uh, get our letter of the day. I think I haven't checked to see if he is. He's here. He's here. Roaming the halls. Good. Hot damn, he's here. Hot damn. Uh, I would like to. Th- we have a number of people to thank today, which is always a nice thing. That means we've uh, had uh, a lot of fun communicating with Pipples, and I want to thank Brittany Taylor. Yeah. Brittany Taylor uh, is one of the crown jewels in our Totally Office calendars throughout the year. And um, she has been in a couple of them, 2009, 2015, I think she said. Yeah. And so now, if you miss the announcement, yes. we have, we are doing the presidency of Totally Office calendar, but it's a new way because we couldn't do the photo shoots this year because of the quarantine and so on. So we're doing a poster. It's done. It looks fantastic. It's from. Uh, it's a collection of ladies uh, throughout the years. I mean, we, we would have loved to have put everybody up there, but you you, you know you, you'd have to have a billboard. Yeah. So we we grabbed a, a, a number, 
And uh, it's a great representation. And Brittany's towards the middle, so she considers herself the cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's totally cool with that. But it was great to have her on this morning. The poster, the calendar poster, would be available only at the Camp Out for Hunger this year. So come and see us. It's a week from Monday. Details, all the details, anything you need to know at PrestonAndSteve.com. Uh, thank you to former intern uh, Ben, as you can imagine. He uh, came on this morning for a nice chat. As you can imagine. And uh, he has a charity event that's taking place, 24-hour charity marathon, playing all sorts of games. And it's very successful. So they've raised nearly $60,000 over the years if this is their sixth year doing it. There's an emphasis on Pac-Man with this one. Yes. And not only intern Ben, but who else? Pituation uh, and Nick Murphy. Thank you very much. They are involved as well. And it's tomorrow, and it's at pacmanfever.xyz if you want information on how to uh, watch and participate and uh, donate and do all those good things. And uh, comedian Moses Storm was on. Yeah. Uh, he's performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com uh, to get all of that information. And he is indeed here. Pierre has made it into the studio. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are they doing these comedy shows in terms of, of audience and stuff? There is audience there. Right. Yeah, but so I mean, they're spaced they... out. Instead of buying a ticket, you buy a table. You buy a table oh, okay. of either two or four. Okay. So it's going to be people that are in your circle that hopefully you feel comfortable with. And I don't know the requirement of masks, I assume. You have, you have to, to wear, wear a mask. mask. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Unless you're you're eating or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how they have the food and drink handled and all that. but, but They make they, a paste. Uh, <laughs> I would assume, <laughs> like restaurants, Pierre, you know how it's every other table usually at restaurants right now. Right. So maybe it's that, but I've, I haven't found out 100% how they're doing it. But the, they're following guidelines. Yeah. They're following the city's guidelines. Are restaurants um, now, I mean, well, we have a nice warm weekend this weekend. But, I mean, uh, when it gets cooler, are restaurants in Philly uh, inside uh, open? Are they... Let's go to the City Beat correspondent, Marissa Magnata, to get the information. Yeah, as of now, it's still the 25% that you can have indoors. Um, people choose whether or not they want to do that. And then a lot of places are building like little outdoor areas. And as long as two of the sides of the thing that you're building are open, it's considered outdoor. So if you drive down, I don't know if you can even drive down it right now, but Sansom Street, you can. Um, some of the restaurants have built these massive little, uh, they almost look like decks. Like, Preston, it looks like your back deck in the middle of Sansom Street okay. you can sit and eat on. But, yep, indoor is open, but support them while you can before it's too cold. And they have the, the some of them have the the pods, the separate, where there's right. a table kind of in a in a lot of quasi igloo thing. You <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Right. What was the restaurant I was messing up the name with the pods? Uh, Lucky so Dog. And Lucky Dog. I was thinking it was Good Dog. And and good Dog. On well, 15th yeah. Street. Yeah. Steven okay. Starr actually has a restaurant okay. called Pod. Uh, yes. In University City. Oh, that's right. a sushi restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and everybody sits in these little cool pods, and you can turn the turn them different colors, and it's kind of it's kind of uh, like um, a space-age movie or something. I like that. Yeah. Preston, our restaurant could be called Pud. Pud! Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Preston and Steve's Pud. <laughs> that writes itself. That's excellent. Pud. Not a Stephen Starr restaurant. <laughs> yeah, you don't even underneath. Not by Stephen Starr. <laughs> you don't want to know what those booths look like. <laughs> when I'm in Philly, I always go to Preston and Steve's Pud um, because I'll tell you they've got the best pudding at Pud. <laughs> uh, so, shall we do the letter of the day? I was thinking just that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. 
And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Y as in yesterday. All right, and we will take caller number six at 215-263-WMMR. We will see if you indeed do get through, get the word right, and get the prize that we have for you. Um, It is, the weather is going to be spectacular. Like the next several days, it's a beautiful Friday today. What do you have in store for your fine listeners? Uh, we're going out to broadcast on Rittenhouse Square. Oh, right, <laughs> Again? Right. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. That was yesterday. That's right. Yeah. You heard the show yesterday on the square. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh-huh. And I got some pretzels from Nick, the hot dog man. Wow. The acid is good this year. Um, sorry. Um, so what we're going to do is workforce blocks of the killers. Uh, Glenn Fry would have been uh, celebrating a birthday today. He would be 72. So we'll do a block of the Eagles. And um, I'm going to do, uh, it's going to, it's actually fortuitous that the weather has turned out as it has because uh, David Asikinen is having one of his in-the-pocket uh, shows uh, at a drive-in format uh, at the Neshaminy Mall. Tonight? Saturday. It's Saturday. Okay. Tomorrow night. So I'm going to oh. be hosting that uh, at 7 o'clock. I'll have all the information. We'll do a block of the Hooters and give you more info on it. But uh, it'll be fun to hear some of that great local music with all those wonderful, talented uh, Philly musicians. Uh, 7 to 10, I think, is how it goes. Uh, I think the gates will open at 5.30, but I'll have all the info and a block of the Hooters. Speaking of the Hooters, Pierre, um, yeah, Eric Bazilian has some new music coming out. Right. So uh, I think we're going to have him on next week. He's in Sweden. He's been in Sweden, I believe, this whole time during the entire pandemic. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but he's going to um, he's gonna give us a call next week, and we'll debut that new music. So uh, I think I can get you some of it if you'd like to play it in the block of the Hooters today. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. But he'll be on the show next week. Excellent. All right, let's go to the phones and see if we can get our winner. We were looking for caller number six, and it's Eric. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Eric! I'm doing fine. I'm not Eric from the Hooters. I'm just Eric. I'm just plain old Eric. Uh, Eric, what's our word of the week? Patty. Hang on a heartbeat! Yes. That is correct, Eric. Patty is the word. We have a very cool prize pack for you. We have three bottles of double gold award-winning Revivalist Botanical Gin, which, by the way, they were voted the number one best craft gin distillery in America by USA Today, and they're right here local. We have three bottles of resurgent Young American Bourbon, which I love so much that I'm also going to give you three bottles of Preston's Quarantine Cocktail. It is a pre-made cocktail signature produced by yours truly that my friends have Revivalist made with resurgent bourbon and locally made apple cider from Revivalist Spirit. So congratulations, ma'am. Thank you. That sounds amazing, especially after this week. I think I can polish that off. Yes, you can. (laughs) Be careful. Hang on the line. We'll get your information, bud. By the way, at uh, Revivalist, you can order. They have cocktails. You can have them delivered. You can order their... uh, uh, obviously, their their gin is is world famous now at this point, and uh, their bourbon and other spirits you can have it delivered in Pennsylvania, I believe. But you can, but they also make the the pre mixed cocktails, so you got to try this out. You got to try the uh, the Preston Quarantine cocktail. I, I wish I could claim all of it. I only helped a well, little bit. Well, y- you helped so good. And let me just tell you, in general, they are some of the most charitable, nicest people you'll ever encounter. Yes, they are. I agree. All right, uh, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show is brought to you today by. By Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and by Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Next week on our program, as Nick said, there's a chance that we're going to have Eric Bazilian on. Uh, we're also going to have uh, comedian Michelle Wolf, our buddy Brian Posehn will uh. be on, and Dr. Rosenpenis hey. will be joining us. Dr. Rosenberg is going to be getting us, uh, a, It's is it the Great American Smokeout? It is. We, I, okay. I assume there's a virtual way he can do it, yeah, right? Yeah, there is. Yes. All right, so we will help you out 
with your smoking issues. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great week, and the weather's going to be spectacular. And we'll see you on Monday, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. It takes me like five minutes to wait for a stall to open up. And then I go outside and all the water fountains are off because of COVID. <laughs> it's this everything. Next message. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm proud to bring you. Next message. You, Scott Business, I hate all these douchebags. But hey, no sad, bro. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.